Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the pizza is good, wait till you try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Order online now for takeout or delivery to save time. In the process, make sure you listen to the Meet the Brave podcast. Our day one sponsors Meet the Brave. Morg, thank you, bro. Also, today's episode is powered by Uplifters, black-owned domino company, where you can get custom-made custom dominoes, wooden boxes, shipped directly to you. Shout-out to our brother, Janelle, for supporting us, and my amazing co-host for getting cooked every time we sit down. They don't even want to play no more. That's what's crazy. I, I, hey, I, it's nothing you can do when you're that nice... Uh, from Lex Live. to LG. Uh, uh, who else? Kevin Allen, Brookfield Deuce. Who else I be spaking? AKA Frank, Prank, Listen to Jizzle, the, listen to the Squeak, My Mama. Hey, I be baking Coco. Coco <laughs> be getting <laughs> baked in Domino's. Who else? Iman Europe. Who else I'm missing? I got a list of just a hit list of people I be spanking in Domino's. We're going to have a Meet the Brave Domino tournament. Yeah, we and I'm going to be victorious. Yeah, I'm out of that. We need to because there's some lies flowing around. It's time to put this to bed. It's time to put this to bed. And in our last sponsor, uh, the Reef Studios. You're looking at it if you're watching on YouTube. Um, black, not not. I always say black owned, but Lucas, Lucas, man, Lucas, black too. Uh, black owned studio down in the heart of downtown Oakland, and and we've been surviving the pandemic while doors around us are closing left and right. Um, yeah. Book time. Uh-oh. We're interrupting sponsors. Coco. Hello. I just got, I just got done talking about uh, spanking you and Domino's. Spanking who and Domino's? You, <laughs> your, you, your brother, your mama, your nephew when sitting next to me. When were you dreaming about that, son? Mom, when See? the last time you beat me in Domino's? <laughs> Every, every time I play you, I spanks that ass. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. This is a kid-friendly podcast, lady. Mm. Why you didn't tell me? I'm on. I'm on the air. Oh my god! Hey, happy Sunday, everybody! Whoa! Y'all see the switch up? That switch up was cold. Oh. <laughs> happy Sunday, bless Jesus. <laughs> That's the cold switch up. Thanks of God, hallelujah. Where you at, Coco? I am on my way to see my little baby girls. Oh, the girls. they gonna have I a know. fit when they see you. I know. I don't even think they know I'm coming. So. Oh Lord. What's going on with my podcast? What's up, Lex? What's up, LG? Ooh, sad, man. We just get we just getting started, boo. All right. Well, y'all y'all need me to do a what y'all need me to do? Freestyle? What? You got bars? Mom, I mean, if you got huh? if you got something in the tech? I feel like we can go viral if I battle my mama right now on the pod. <laughs> you, you don't want this smoke, son. I'm trying to tell you. Where do you think you got it from? Battling right? your mama is crazy. <laughs> pray for pray pray over us real quick before we start. All right, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for the podcast. We thank you for these three brilliant young men of color that are just amazing, and they are just positive and teaching us old people about this thing called life in a new way. It's a new form of therapy. I know I can't wait to hear what they're saying, so just continue to cover and keep them. Let no weapon formed against them prosper. Keep them healthy. Keep them safe. Let their enemies turn against themselves no matter who they may be, and I just ask you continue to bless their numbers, bless the viewers, bless anybody that calls in on today. Bless Armani, bless Larry, bless Lex. Just let them keep on growing and growing. I just thank you that I'm connected to such mighty men in Jesus name. Amen. I love you. 
Go podcast. Go. I love you guys. Amen. Big love. Love you, Ron. Love you. All right, now practice on that domino. <laughs> <laughs> you can't count. Be your daddy's son. Right. Bye, bye. I love y'all. Love you. Right. Bye. Bro, if somebody don't give my mama uh, a show or something, that lady is funny. You feel me? Oh, man. Um, get back to the to sponsors. Uplifters, Janelle, follow Uplifters. The tag will be in the description. And I said that was our last one, but our last one is Let's Bubble Productions. Everything you see visually from Instagram to our YouTube is all done by Let's Bubble Productions, headed up by our brother, Lex B-U-B. Um, let's get into the show. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B-U-B. My brothers, how are y'all feeling? Great. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> uh I am I today I've I've trending. I'm trending up. Trending up. There was a low there. And last week I felt really great. And still trending up. So it's it's good. And then coming back to the show, man, is always fun. I think the the commentary during the week. I, I want to apologize to all of our people that listen via Spotify and I and Apple Podcasts. It was we did a three-hour show last week, and <laughs> the three-hour shows have a harder time in, in terms of uploading. So if you didn't get to hear last week's episode, go to YouTube right now. Lex kicked that kicked that shit out in record time for it to be such a long podcast. Salute to Lex and Push on both of our post-production uh, side. Man, we got an awesome team developing here. So episode 130. Um, five technically, well, no, no, it's seven. seven. It's technically one thirty-six. Six. six, seven. six seven. <laughs> so, yes, technically it was episode one thirty-six, but we're calling it one thirty-five that everybody missed out on um, from the audio. But if you want to go watch the video and listen to the audio, go to our YouTube right now, Monty Draper, and subscribe and then follow the Meet the Brave podcast playlist. So, moving forward, would our uh, would our audio be six and then our video be seven? It should be, so is that but I messed it up. Like that? <laughs> you want to keep it like that? Huh? I could. I, could, I mean, I mean, I feel like that. That'll be like the only one that's out there that's doing like the, the split. Like Offset. That. Yeah. Offset. Like this episode thirty six seven. Oh man. Thirty seven eight. Man. Who, who else got that? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> um, we are we are entering into into uncharted waters for shows that start. Also, I want to say, man, I appreciate y'all, man. I, I'll give y'all that energy early. I Uh-oh. appreciate y'all uh-huh. because niggas don't have shit to talk about. That part. Like, that part. Folks out here scrambling to try to figure out what the hell to talk about. They, folks are so dependent on, like, what's going on in the world. And we be coming up in here <laughs> talking about any old everything, bro. Like, so I can appreciate y'all on that because, like, we're not depending on anything going on in the world. No pop culture shit, and then all, and then just like sprinkle the pop culture shit in. So yeah, it's like, you know, cool. like, right, just, just, just so y'all stay well informed on some shit that we don't really give a fuck about. Well, that's what's <laughs> that's what's so tight. Like my, my like my, it always. Fit. I'm I'm entering a new space where the praise and like support from your mom isn't this weird thing. It's like it's actually hella tight because she's. I, I, well, at least my mom. I don't know about everybody, how everybody else's mom is wired, but if it ain't tight, my mom really, she has a hard time pretending to fuck with shit she don't like for real. So she'd be really tuned in and she'll hit me. She'd be like, you niggas are crazy. Or she'll be like, sure, she'll be in tears. Or she'll be like laughing hysterically. Like it, But she, her interaction with the show is sort of um, across the board representative of like the tap in I'll get from like random people or where they they 
they're getting a a unique to your point G getting a real unique experience of the dialogue that we're offering and the perspectives that we're offering not not saying that people always agree um Hell but, nah. but I don't know if it's as simple as a agree or disagree and that's the whole point like trying to figure out how to curate a space where our existence or our relationships aren't predicated on always having to agree with the niggas we 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 fuck with. You know what I'm saying? And as a means to just challenge and push because it's like y'all niggas come in here and say some shit where I'd be like, bro, these niggas wild. And I'd be like, ah, that kind of makes sense. Or or just different energies. Like y'all got both both of y'all really. Lex be playing cool, but he really is sicko too. Uh, <laughs> and just like not giving a fuck. Real, like El gonna say, I don't give a fuck. We talking about Kev last week, bro. I seen that clip and was dying because it was it was his face. It wasn't even how he said it, it was his face. Like he genuinely don't care, um, and that's ultimately like what we're carving out. It's like yo, we can we can we can disagree, still have respect for each other, and still have these dialogues that push us further. And then you go out into the week and go, damn, bro had a point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like because uh, the the Schultz shit. Man, I listen to everything shows put up now, just just to just to hear his perspective, and it's like it's really healthy in terms of sitting in that discomfort where you like, ooh, this shit making my skin crawl, and you're like, nah, that wasn't that bad, you know. So that's that's just where I'm at with it, man. Love some watch it. I am interested. I have actually had to sit down and watch the shit from Netflix yet, but it did get uploaded. So Schultz uh, saves the world. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll saves that. America. My bad. I do like those sit downs that they that he was doing. Uh, I think he did like six or seven of those before he got this show but yeah um i'm interested in seeing that yeah man what um lot lot happened lot happened in in our worlds this week i won't say universally but um versus the uncles got busy last night uh i told i told ellen poe last night it's like i think it's kind of inevitable if you come from a particular place that you just naturally just transform into an uncle like you just you just have the you just ramble Hey man, how's your day going? You know what, brother? Look here, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah, <laughs> like, whoa. Don't be getting a combo if you ain't trying to be sitting around for a Because it's going to drop a lot of jewels on you. You got to just pick them up as you can. Man. Um, versus, I, I mean, is there any, is there any like, oh, shout out, uh, our listenership. Let me get there, though. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Castbox, Simplecast, you name it. Google playing for the next few weeks. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. But our YouTube viewership, the way it's creeping up, salute to y'all. Continue to subscribe and then hit the bell for the notifications so that you get notified every time we drop a vid. Um, again, let's bubble productions keeping us lit. Our brother Lex Bub cranking out video after video after video um, and ruffling feathers too at the same time. It's kind of beautiful. Um, <laughs> But first, you didn't even hear. You didn't even hear the double on time. Hey, this thing got it, bro. Hey, don't, don't gas me. Don't <laughs> gas me. This thing right don't, here got it, bro. A, a nigga that a battle his mama is dangerous. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. That's crazy. That's real. <laughs> That's real. Um, did anything, anything more interesting in our world outside of verses? Because I feel like that's just a beautiful place to start. Celebration of the Bay, the uncles. Um, and then some dope observations that this nigga made last night. It was fucking... That I really want to get to. But should we just start with what a win for the Bay? Man. A wonderful win for the Bay. Man. 
I haven't really like sat down to watch Versus like since Versus has been taking place. So um, I really didn't even make a point because leading up to this, when I first got the uh, like notification that that was that that was what it was gonna be, I was like, all right, cool, you know. But like coming from out here, like I already know what to expect basically. So it wasn't like that big of a deal for me personally. Uh, but then like I just happened to tune in, happy to turn it on or whatever, um, and then. Bro, just seeing like the backdrop, seeing these 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 dudes up there, man. Like, see how much money was put into the budget for it. Um, I I started to feel like how big of a how big of a look it actually was. Um, for just like the lingo out here, the conversation, the mouthpiece, um, the mentality, yep, uh, the connections. Uh, I think all of that sh- it was on full display. And it was nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing like it. Like it's absolutely nothing like it. So for people that aren't really in tune with like uh, how to bake it down, they got a you know, full, full blown masterclass last night. Yeah. I, um, go ahead, Lex. Uh, no, you go ahead. I prior prior. If I'm being honest, I was hella worried about. Um, such a an international um an international moment mm-hmm. for something that feels so niche mm. um and I hope that doesn't sound derogatory or disrespectful um and to the point that you made last night in the in the thread, I'll let you speak to it, but that when you said that g it 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 hit different because it's, it's exactly how I was feeling. I just wasn't able to word it like that. But what I was trying to explain to people is that whenever I've traveled, um, they sort of split the bay specifically into these two worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Where they go prestige, like prestige and in, in, in upper echelon music the, the from the high rows to the hers. And then HBK is kind of in the middle where they got they get respect as like MCs, MCs, but they don't get disregarded as hyphy or or underground. It's 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 strange. It's a strange thing. So I'm like, damn, I'm so protective of of where we come from and and how I feel about it. I wasn't necessarily ready to share it with the world like mm. that and have to deal with all the the weird little comments and like like because imme- immediately like when they announced it on every on the versus page, it was like the comments were like. Who? Mm-hmm. Snooze fest. This, that. I was like, oh my God, the disrespect. Mm-hmm. And lesson lesson for, for little old me, them niggas are OGs and goats for a reason because they don't give a fuck. At all. At all. At all. Bro, that was a master class in fuck with, fuck with yourself first. Wholeheartedly. Oh my God, that was beautiful. And hey, man. Coming out of that versus too, if E40's uh, gift game ain't up there with Rick Ross, <laughs> oh because bro, he hit the moves he was hit last night. Oh my gosh, bro, he did uh, this tippy toe move <laughs> like he was like he was floating on air. <laughs> hey, I was like, oh yeah, that's a wrap. Oh, that's a wrap. He had a whole nother bag, bro. Because for Bay niggas, I said it last night, but for Bay niggas, if you give us. If you if you give us uh, you got, drink, yep. eyes and music, <laughs> best believe it's over. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a rap. It's gonna be a full blown party forever. Yeah. 
until you you gotta turn the lights off in this motherfucker because they will. <laughs> and, even if you turn, and even if you turn the lights off, bro, you better hope there ain't somebody with a phone that can still be blapping <laughs> some type of music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really just how the the life the life forms yeah. are over here, bro. Yeah. So like that shows, man. Can you can you elaborate on the point you were making, two G? Because um, we was talking for a minute. So. Just the the I don't you didn't call it pandering, but that's. Oh, got it. Um, are, are you talking about like just like how like people would be tuning in now, like how they yeah. how they were commenting and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Well, um, I mean, if you just look at the comments, like it was overwhelming love and um and like admiration for mm. what they were seeing. Yeah. But it's also almost as if like y'all was from out here and y'all actually are are part of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and a lot of that feels like. It it is pandering in a way, mm-hmm. um, and also just wanting to ride a ride a wave. A wave, yep. And this and that's something that's happened so often with this area, and they talked about it last night too. Um, as far as like the wave riding and shit like that, like taking that shit and going elsewhere mm-hmm. and fully blowing up in your area from taking the the game and the and 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 um and how we get down out this way yeah and going elsewhere like p p and like it, it just you goes name on. it this goes on this <laughs> goes on but um the comment section man that shit was like bro like it, i i it was cool it, for me personally being from out here it was great to see how much how much people quote unquote loved um the sound and the game that was being given. But it almost felt like when you try to get ahead of it and uh, you see, you don't even see what's, you're not even paying attention to what's going on on the screen. You're just jumping into the comments to say what exactly the last person said. And then, and then y'all just end up piling up from there. And that's, that's a common thing, bro. Like I, I really feel like, um, People, it, they find they find it cool to fuck with the bay the way that they do, but they don't do their due diligence to find out more about like history here, hmm. um, what what we stand what we stand for, what what is our backbone, the reason why we are we are what we are, uh, who we are, uh, why we think the way we think, um, and why we can go in any any anybody's neighborhood. And be not saying that we'll be just fine because everybody can get caught wherever, but saying that game will recognize game and the thoroughness anywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't got a code switch nowhere where else you go to. Facts. People tend to jump on your line about shit or just take little little fragments of it and and, and put it into what they already know where they're at. Uh, so th- these are things that um, shouldn't be like shouldn't be overlooked or um pandered man like I, I really i really feel like there's there's so much here um but money could talk to it more about on like the music side uh because uh post talk about the like the the gatekeeper stuff and the industry gatekeeping mm-hmm. um when on my on my comment on that one was that uh, yes, there's for sure been blackballing and stuff like that. I believe that that's a thing. I believe, I believe they do put it as niche mm-hmm. uh, from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, and you can talk to it, you talk about it, I don't know if you want to, but if that a lot of times does come from the Bay as well, um, Bay established 
um, artists if they also um, pile on to the to the gatekeeping and uh, gate closing. Um, if that if that's a part that's of it a, as that's well, that's a better term. Gate closing. Yeah. Right. Um, couple things you said there. The whole classifying it as as niche and sort of dismissing it. I saw a tweet last night that Raj retweeted, and I and I hate that I I don't know the gentleman's name who tweeted it, but it was I, maybe it was Delincey, I don't know, but I I I was hella grateful for the tweet. Maybe it wasn't. Um, uh, the hella black pod. Salute to those guys, uh, by the way, too. Uh, at hell of my my favorite podcast going easily, um, but the point that was being made is that. Forever, the Bay, and <laughs> not even the Bay, Oakland and Vallejo specifically. Yeah, yeah. Oakland and Vallejo. Yeah, I said a Bay to open it <laughs> up, but like it, it's, it's but, never thought of but as it's, the Bay. Up. But it's usually Oakland and Vallejo, for the most part, that are being compared to the likes of L.A., <laughs> New York, Atlanta. That's ridiculous when you think about it and, and how small those places are in, in comparison, right? Like, it's, 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 it's pretty asinine. And then you want to throw Richmond in there as far as influence and directly Master P and what HPK have been to offer, like, have ever like, offer. Like, it's insane. Like, that shouldn't even be in the same conversations. And so, you, so now go ahead and dismiss it as niche if you want to. But per capita, per impact, nigga. It's not even it's not even comparable when you talk about just population. So that's a whole nother conversation where it's a power move for one. Cause ain't no ain't no way in hell somebody can sell fifty thousand to eighty thousand units out of their trunk directly and not have no white folks in their pocket and them not go, all right, we gotta figure that shit out. Mm. Like that's crazy. All right, here come Jive and swoop up everybody in the nineties. And it ain't it ain't by accident that shit just stopped. If we like not I know Lex, you said you want to bring back conspiracy corner. Oh nigga, let's do it. <laughs> and for for me, because every po, uh, shout out DJ Slowpoke who who, sp- who was spinning for short last night and rocked that Grand National hoodie. Salute to you, brother. That was amazing. Um, it, it meant the world. I, could, I thought nigga, I thought something was wrong. I thought I did something. My phone was. <laughs> it's like oh shit. <laughs> Cause it's you. That you, nigga. That panic set in. I said, "Oh my god, <laughs> this game. This can't be real." You Mine know, started running through his last twenty four. I like, did. Oh, I, I said, like, checking everything, everything. Like, nigga, what did I do? Uh, but salute to Pope, man. That was amazing. Um, Where's the bad phone? Whew, nigga. <laughs> um, so Pope was just just putting me on game. He's like, bro, everybody got a deal. When Hammer got his deal, when Forty, when Forty got his situation, when Short got his situation, Tony Tony got their situation, like a digital underground, like it's like Looney's, like <laughs> three times crazy. Drew down, I was like, whoa, 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 Richie Rich, oh nigga, slow down, like, and Banks, everybody got a situation out of that movement, and so it was, re- it was the Bay as a whole. I guess the only thing to compare it to would have been Atlanta at the time, because once JD start ringing off. Crisscross, Escape, TLC, uh, 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 um, Dallas, Austin, like that nigga. They L.A. reading him had to go open a fucking office there. 
And so similar here, high row, everybody start getting it, getting a situation. So it's like, okay, what's happening? But we talked, that's 30 years ago and Atlanta's still going. It's a hub. It's a hub where niggas pick up and go move to. Artists are now going, hmm, if you're an artist and you're in, Portland, if you're in Seattle, if you're, it, you would think you would go to LA. No, niggas is, I know niggas up there that's going, oh, I'm going to go to Atlanta. And not wrong. <laughs> not wrong at all. But now when you say that, what you can get a house for. You, but when you start talking about industry, Twitter, Uber, Pandora, Nigga, like, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, the film company, the Disney, the Disney Pixar. Pixar. Stop, stop, stop telling me it ain't no industry here. Hmm. There is an industry here. iHeart came in and bought this bitch up and closed the gate to a G's point and closed the gate on niggas to really be able to eat. And they outsource all of the creative work to LA to under to undercut niggas because it's so fucking expensive to stay here. The budgets the budgets are here. Netflix is here, fam. And the budgets exist. And they and and trying to partition and act like those worlds don't collide is so disingenuous to the to the to the to the to the game that was being kicked last night. Mm. And so when you talk about 30 years of sustainability, bro, you gotta put some respect on that. And not just 30 years of sustainability, but 30 years of sustainability and holding the door open, like for like to the to to their um to their detriment sometimes them niggas held the door open and brought niggas with them. And and as and as a byproduct of it, got we got to celebrate them last night. And I just I just wanted that to be I just wanted that to be discussed. Cause there, there, there are a lot of niggas in the middle. There are a lot of niggas in the middle who I, who would identify as middle class in in Bay Area hip hop, when really in all actuality the middle class don't exist, niggas. So you really under the poverty line if you would stop being goofy and do the path, but you only under the poverty line because you won't put nobody on. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a simple thing. And they and and they talked about it. Their, their entire verses last night was dedicated to to trying to get the Bay to stop hating on one another. That's it. They they really it, it felt like they were drawing a line. Yeah. Um. In the sand. Yep. And it was basically the the Bay against everybody. Like yep. it was that that was the that was the way that they were doing it. By also by also bigging up like all these different other. Areas that they've felt they felt love in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's not saying that if you support your own, that you can't therefore do business or um, or work with um, outsourced areas. That's not what they're saying. Like that's that's not the communication whatsoever. But it is that you got to love your own first and foremost. Yeah. You got to love where you're from first and foremost. You know what I'm saying. Like that's something that is ultra important to the process uh, for longevity. 
you know, for being able to separate what my sound is from what the next man's sound is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that that all goes hand in hand. Um, and that shit was on full display, man. So big ups to them for that shit, man. Yeah, man. I people still still searching for formulas and answers and uh the cheat code to success, if you will. And you got to look at it last night. Got to watch it last night. And so few people are going to gloss over how those two gentlemen celebrated one another. When, when, when you start doing the math on it, to, to niggas love that clubhouse shit, right? One of, the, one of the only times I ever sat in there to go, people, what's going on? And I ain't been back because it disgusted. It just, ugh. Should disgust me, but the one time I sat in there and got to and got to really hear what was going on, Rogers being ridiculed, Rex Life Rogers being ridiculed for making the point that we had to watch last night. Where did Short and Forty have to go to get some of their biggest their biggest records? Atlanta. And niggas had oh Short got ran up out of we ran Short up out of it. Niggas stop it. Cameo wouldn't play short at one point. Come on, bro. Stop that goofy shit. And then last last night had to last night still went out of their way to show place show love to the place that they got the most love hate relationship with. Vallejo was divided at one point. Talk about it. I, we got the wrong enemies, dog. Like we're beefing with the wrong people. And it's so it's so distracting, and it un, it undermines the real war. Can't win no war without no money. Can't get no guns without no money. So we can't compete without either. Which was my point last night. Now I'm not remembering what I was talking about, but the, when I said um, calculated starvation, hmm. that's exactly what I was talking about. Man, is that not understanding who your actual enemy is? But you're starved, <laughs> so you're fighting amongst your own. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's literally the best way to take out an entire group without actually having to do it yourself. You know what I'm saying. Like you could do that from a distance. You ain't got to be in front of them. You ain't got to be around them. Let them take out themselves because you didn't starve. You didn't cut off their lifelines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now what are, what are they going to do when they got to fend for, you know, go get your own little scraps that we're going to leave behind for you? Yeah. You know, it's limited scraps, so what they out here doing? You know, they got to take out they got to take out their brother in order to get make sure that they live to tomorrow. Or or you go we don't care who fuck with us. We just going to do it our way. And it worked. 40 worked. That was we saw it last night. Short worked. God rest his soul. Mac Dre was working, doing his, doing what he wanted to do. And that was the lesson from last night. It's like Bay niggas do what the fuck they want and build and 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 r- routinely build their own industry. And there's no stopping it. Because you go, all right, we'll just, all right, man, we'll just, I'll, I guess I'll do it again. 
<laughs> every time, every time that there's a hurdle, I forty goes. Guess I'll just re- reinvent myself again, man. Short goes. Ah, I need a hit. It's been a minute. All right, <laughs> let's do it. It's so. It was so beautiful, bro. When you start, you literally start doing the math. You going, nigga. This is thirty years of domination. Of just do and 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 when I say domination, I don't mean I don't mean competing with the world. I mean doing you, and as a as a byproduct of doing you, you compete with the niggas who trying to who had to come steal from you. That don't that's that don't impress nobody. I'm I'm sorry. That's just that was impressive, and I know I, I have a I have the strangest feeling people are going to attempt to tell that story another way, but that's what I saw last night. Completely, but that's part of the the entirety of the the entirety of the story. Yeah, is that, and that's been that's been the base thing this entire time. If we want to really just put a put a finger on the pulse of it, is that it's never about the actual narrative itself. Yeah. it's about doing the actual work it takes to stand out just by being yourself. Yeah, so you just got to continuously put in the work on yourself and. When you walk into a room, niggas say, "Oh, that's that." That's even if you ain't even trying to show out in this motherfucker today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that's that's a part of the whole thing, bro. Like that's literally the bay in a nutshell. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna leave those. I'm gonna leave those alone just because, like, <laughs> I, I, I I I still I still just don't get like the whole. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Go for it. No, no, no. What? I, what you? What? Because. What? How did you feel watching it last night, Lex? What? What was your perception? As because and and I asked because you're. Granted, you're from Seattle. A lot of my. What am I trying to say? Like. You you fuck with the Bay and it's and it's music more than even me. Like the how much you know, it always you and Jizzle, like the from the Brother Lynch records, y'all could just run off and like, bro, how do y'all even know this shit? You know, like it's just impressive. So I'm curious as to what your lens was, what your POV was watching last night. I think for like people in Seattle love the Bay. Yeah. And do you know what that relationship is? I think it's just relationship of Bay Area artists. They they when they fill up the trunk, they go up. Yeah. And Portland, Seattle, Tacoma, that whole drive up, mm-hmm. they would sell records. Yeah. Tons of them. Like I met Mac Dre when Thizzle Washington came out and he was in Damn. front of a CD store called Budget Records in Renton. Wow. In a van with two other people. And That's was, it. Yeah. And he was just selling, like, he was selling some to the actual record store. Uh-huh. He sold them 50 at 10 bucks a pop. Because I'm, I used to go to Budget Records and blow $200, $300 every Tuesday. Yeah. So he just happened to be in there. And he sold them 50 CDs at $10, at $10 a pop. $10 wholesale. Wow. And then I bought mine from him. From him. Just so it was like, it was a thing. Yeah. And 
it's a relationship where like Seattle loves the Bay. Yeah. So it was like even me moving here, and like throughout the years of being here, this is home for me now. Yeah. yeah. And like the way me and Jizzle met and clicked up is because Jizzle loves E Forty. Yeah. So me and him used to just bounce Bay records off of each other <laughs> and just talk about all sorts of different Bay Area artists. Man. Like, I remember when I first told him, like, hey, Three Times Crazy is one of my favorite groups. You and he me? looked at me, he was like, you don't know nothing about Three Times. I was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up going through the whole album, the Stacking Chips album. Just, yeah, so. Man. And watching the verses last night, it's just, it was special. Yeah. And being able to just see, it was like, if you read the comments of so many people talking about, damn, I didn't know they was giving up like this, and duh, duh, duh. And even Dwayne Wade was like, man, there's so much music I missed out on. And I'm just like, wow, people just really didn't know. Really didn't know. I, and that, and that's, that's ultimately what made, what made it so special is like, for all of that like I literally was a nervous wreck for forty or for short, and them niggas got up there and didn't give a fuck who was going to tune in. They showed up, and it's the old saying: if you fuck with you, if you fuck with you, when they pull up, <laughs> they don't have no choice but to fuck with you. It was so beautiful to see. That's it. Forty was up there gigging. I said, "Oh man, this is beautiful." I got so many texts like, "Hey, nigga, you know this look like uh, E Baby up there." <laughs> hey, no, hey, no lie. When I saw when I saw him with the fit, I was like, "What? <laughs> this is E Baby." Oh, and then man. and then short short remind me of uh, Jeff so bad, like little Jeff. Oh, so God. like I was just looking at so much, like just <laughs> ah man, this is really where we come from. It was man, I, uh, for, for to forty short. Thank y'all, man. Like, I'm y'all. They hear. I'm sure. I'm certain they hear it all the time. But if anybody had any anything was it was ever confused, if any had anything negative to say, last night put all that shit to bed, and and <laughs> niggas got to fully, fully, fully put some respect on the bay. But because of those two gentlemen's legacy um, and what they've meant to the culture that dominates business now. I think that's I think that's how to put it in a proper perspective. The culture that dominates business um and how much money it generates, those two men are directly, directly um responsible for a portion of that. Um when you start thinking about people who were able to take it further. Um Jay Prince sat down with Joe Rogan Oh, was it was an amazing discussion. He also Jay Prince is on is, is uh, uh, promoting his book right now, but he went and sat down with Joe Rogan. Is this a new book? Yes, it's not another one. Yeah. Okay. Oh no 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 no. This is the same one. Respect. It's the same book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sat down with Joe Rogan. Yeah, I still need the right dog. Sat down with uh, eighty five South, and then he went somewhere else too. That was like that just blew my mind that he was sitting down, having having the type of discussion that he was. Um, but he talked about the bay. Um, but he also spoke about he also spoke about the conspiracy of of the powers to shut down black independence as it pertains to music. People don't know, and he speaks about it in his book, 
that Jay Prince, Suge Knight, and, and the Gotti brothers from Murder, Inc. were slotted to start the first black-owned distribution company. And that may not make a lot of... That may not ring off to everyone as to why it's important. But distribution, as far as music is concerned, is where all the money is. Where all the bread is. What these stream, what these streaming companies serve as now, these DSPs, <laughs> what 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 Empire spun off and made at made a, a distribution it became a distribution portal, a, a distribution label, and then built their own portal. Uh, CD Baby, Distro Kid, um, TuneCore, uh, the independent, the indie artists know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Suge Knight, Irv Gotti, J. Prince were going to do that in the 90s. And he's like, yeah, you see how they got Suge up out of here? And took all the music, all that death row music is owned by a fucking toy company now. Mm-hmm. Um, the feds came down and put some bullshit, t- tied Murder, Inc. up into some bullshit litigation that had nothing to do with them and wiped them out completely. And they were trying to get Jay Prince, and he just that nigga's just built different. Not by coincidence, man. The entire all that shit is not by coincidence. It's not by coincidence. And so when we look at twenty twenty in the landscape of music now, also don't forget that the the Black Panther movement out here, man. Like that that's another reason. <laughs> that's another reason for the way that the America as a whole has a foot on the neck of Oakland. Yeah. Like they will not, they will not not pay attention to Oakland. So like, yeah. maybe the industry may have like moments where well, industry definitely pays attention to them. But yeah. there might be moments where it doesn't seem like you know Oakland is like at the epicenter of this all. But best believe there's, <clears throat> there's always attention on this area. You can't have an entire population of a, of a of a certain location. Uh, think on their own the way that they the way that we do out here. Yeah. Like that's not that's not good for the overall establishment. Independent thinking, bro, is is just dangerous. Um, you start to start to talk about forming, you know, pri- their own private sector of education. Um, you start you start combing through the constitution with a fine comb and figuring out what your what your actual rights are, what the actual laws are. And what liberty? What liberty you actually? We are actually afforded, and that shit is dangerous, bro. And a lot of that is had through the, and, and the, and a lot of that is had through the lens of economic freedom, and and economic independence. And I'll never forget at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, sitting down with the family, and just having general discussion, and based on what I was, re- I was reading. Um, I was rereading Spook Who Set By The Door fresh after reading The Water Dancer. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend one. it, but my, my, <laughs> <laughs> I was on a thousand G. I think it was on one, right? And I go, I go, man, if if we really doing the math on it, Jim Crow was was lit for niggas. Yeah, see. Oh, shit. Why did I say that? See. In, front of the, in front of some elders who actually lived it. Boy, and... And I and I and I never felt so bad for um I never felt so bad for misusing 
information and having it land as 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 dismissive or arrogance. There's a there's a way to say that. There's a way to there's a way to enter that discussion with um, retaining respect for the people who lived it, right? And we ultimately got to a, to a healthy place, but I remember the initial, like, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, no, 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 hear me out. <laughs> just in terms of us having to fuck with us and having our dollar circulate amongst us is what is what I meant. There, there's also a way to update the way Jim Crow was took place. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, that during Jim Crow, there was... There's way too much control over what it is that we thought that we had control over. Yeah. You know, so, like, yeah, we was moving a certain type of way, and, like, people had this independent thought. But think about it now, and, like, where's all that gained from that moment? That shit could be wiped right off the fucking earth because of the fact that we didn't really have the actual control that we thought that... We'd have, we had the mental control, which mental we still, control. we need to establish that shit now. Yeah. Like, somehow, some way, let's establish yeah. the fuck to, to get our mentals back yeah. somehow, some way. Yeah. And then and then put that shit down to now where I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you want to move out of America, move out of America. Hmm. But this is the time in America where there's such a heightened sense of... Um, there's such a heightened sense on like what racial boundaries are, um, what your sexual boundaries are, huh. what all these different boundaries are. There's actually a fight that could be made for each individual as a person hmm. um, in order to make your life be somewhat better. Hmm. So if you were to somehow rig the game by having a very strong mental during a time where people are Everybody's so, fragile. so fragile, <laughs> then it's, this is the perfect time. So you have to just utilize it that way. You, yeah. can't, you can't get caught up in like all the day-to-day randomness and like, you know, the day-to-day uh, toying with, your, with, with, with the minds of the, of the masses that will just immediately react to it. As we've seen with the with how the the left reacts to a lot of things, and this is not that type of pile. We're not about to go. No, in no, we go in there because <laughs> Ber- Bernie Bernie put out a uh, 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 that. Have you read that yet? What's that? When he uh, uh, he he calls Trump an authoritarian, but it's him being able to ascend to that level of of power. Is a grade A indictment of of the Democratic Party. Oh, completely. completely. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you you right. Let's not go there. But it's like we how long we been saying that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how long we been having that discussion? Gene? Yeah. No, that that shit was an indictment <laughs> on all parties. Everybody. Yeah. For him to be able to just sleep past sleep past everyone and really talk to the individuals that have been overlooked throughout this time because like I've said in the setup of the caste system mm. they gave all they gave the lower end of the dominant caste is race mm. like you guys are going to be above all the rest of them so therefore how did they start reacting that uh, Trump talked to their souls 
They've been sitting on the bottom end of the dominant caste with all this privilege, supposedly, that you're telling me that I have, but I have no economics to prove it. Hmm. So all I have right now is my vote. And that nigga's talking to me, specifically. Facts. He gonna get me up from where I am in these swamps. The motherfuckers still in them swamps. <laughs> they ain't left the swamps. But that was a one, that was a one, ha-ha, got y'all motherfuckers at least. <laughs> Just the you know one. What I'm saying? Like, Just that, the one. That was the one, I got y'all motherfuckers though. Just so, give like, me one shoe, oh. BDB. One shoe. <laughs> the, um. Fucking BDB. <laughs> I wanted to stay because you hit. He was, you, fucking, he was fucking with Pam so bad, bro. You 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 hitting on something, G? And I I wanted to leave music, but I I I feel like I feel like we'll be able to get back to this point mm-hmm. if we stay with music, though. Um, Wayne Wayne sell, sold his masters. Mm-hmm. Lex one Lex has something for that. I text y'all about that, and um, ultimately with our discussion. I was I was completely swayed from one side to the other in just the text thread with you and Poe. Like it, it it happened fast. I went, is this not the saddest shit you ever seen? And sent them the headline. And Poe goes, eh. And G goes, well, if you think about it, and I'm like, okay. And the <laughs> niggas just broke down these interesting points from correct me if I'm wrong, G, from from pure economist points of view and not from yes. okay that's what i was that's what i was receiving i was like damn when you break it down like that shit makes sense, all the sense in the world i'll let him explain yeah. but i wanted to start with you cuz you had a you had a my 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 conspiracy corner yeah okay about, w- welcome back <laughs> we back, yeah, back. <laughs> cuz i've really been thinking about how there's people buying up all these masters and the only thing they keep telling everybody is you know, music ain't worth nothing. Mm-hmm. So what if somebody or different people buy up all the masters to all this music and then these laws pass and it changes the worth of music? Mm-hmm. So people who sold their catalog for $100 million, new laws get passed for screamings and what a scream is worth, and now that $100 million catalog gets turned to a four or $500 million dollar catalog Mm -hmm. because it's very possible because nobody knows what a stream is worth Mm -hmm. and i'm just sitting here like they always say oh this company bought up the masters they don't give you no details on the company they did they did on well they they technically didn't with the company that bought all the death row shit and then for whatever reason that day i just had time and i went and googled that company Mm -hmm. it's the niggas who make all the toys I said, "Oh, this is just an investment. Like this is because they know the bounce back. Because <laughs> they were sitting there, they brought toys to somebody's kids, and then they're Which, sitting." By the way, what we don't talk about enough is how cutthroat toys are. <laughs> Facts, <laughs> bro. Like toy industries are cutthroat because they're talking to the the initial consumers. Yeah. Like they're playing a whole nother mind, de- mind a whole game nother mind a game. whole nother mind game. So they're sicker than a lot of different businesses that hey, you, you preying on kids mentally, bro. Because they is a they, sick game. Because they know the kids are going to wear the parents wear down. the parents <laughs> down, bro. <laughs> like they, they ain't got they ain't got a dollar to their name. No, so marketing, marketing to them that ain't got no money <laughs> is sick with it, bro. 
That's a whole other life. Marketing to broke people is crazy. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! Is that how sinister we're talking right now? Bro, that's a whole. That's a whole oh, nother man. Bro, that's a whole nother mental, bro. Damn, mm-hmm. they sick. They sicker <laughs> than you think, man. Like, yeah, we talk about yeah, they toys. Nah, them up. Okay, man, them motherfuckers they got it. They ain't got a soul in their body like a toy. Oh man, so. That's where I was with you. I was 100% on board with you and what you said. And then how G and Poe breaking down. I'll, go ahead, G. I'll let you and I, reiterate. I, I, now, what, what, what Lex is saying, I completely agree that there's a possibility that that could happen. You, and, and you said, and, and and actually, said that. A, I think it's a foregone conclusion that that's going to happen. You said that from Rip. You yeah. were like, you, he was like, that's clear. However, let's go from Wayne's perspective. Yeah, from Wayne, from Wayne's perspective, though, is it? You'll for it. No, the only thing I was gonna say is, but I don't disagree with Wayne selling it. Okay, not at all, not at all. Yeah, so, but wrong. go on. I just wanted to make that clear. I was just yeah, from from Wayne's perspective, and maybe even from some of these other people's perspectives. Though it's it's just a matter of like how much how much is your percentage of what it is that you have ownership over, and when is the right time to give it up. And if it's at its highest point at the 100 mil for this particular situation, for what percentage? Because I don't know if they released the percentages. They they? did not. So whatever whatever his percentage was, if if that was the 100 million dollar order, then you give that up because it's never going to be higher than that for that individual. Hmm. So you can keep it long term if you want to. But how is that going to play out long term? As far term. as like you receiving, like would you ever receive one hundred million dollars at any given point for that? Yeah, for for your lifetime for yeah. that particular catalog. And also, as I thought about that more after our conversation, like later on, it came up. But is it was it specific to Young Money? Because hell yeah, I'm selling Bedrock for a hundred million. Is it all regard? Reg- reg- I, I that I don't know. It said. It said. It said his. Ma- it said. It said his masters and young money. It said his masters and young money. But what I had oh, his end. Okay. Yeah. What I hadn't considered for one second is if you go like you said, nigga, forget what his percentage of Nicki and Drake might be. And it. It. Let's say he's lucky and it's ten percent. Probably not. Shit. His own ownership of his own shit may not even be 10%. So that was that's the point I hadn't considered. I went, oh yeah, you definitely sell then, right? It just it it just fucked me up because I was reading the reports at the same I was reading the Bob Dylan shit mm-hmm. and the Wayne shit at the same time. Bob Dylan sold for 300 mil. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan's 90 years old or whatever he is. Ain't he? Ain't Bob Dylan almost 90? I feel like Bob Dylan got a way higher percentage though, probably. Exactly. To your yeah. point. And so I'm reading those at the same time, and I'm going, "Damn, this is crazy." Is it is Bob Dylan's catalog worth that much more, or does Bob Dylan just own that much more? And also a personality, not not a personality, but like a machine like Wayne. Yeah, a hundred million for what I've done to this point. If you think about what Wayne has done, like how how much music is out there from Wayne? Yes, okay, I'm probably not getting such and such for. I'm I'm still. Thinking in the mindset of it being for young money. Um, if I gave it that percentage for young money, okay, I, I am the mind that I have. I will continuously still be making making music, so I will still be good going forward. This would, is just this is you, just what I have a percentage of now. Would you, if you're Wayne, honestly, if you're if you're good that's, going forward for making music, if see, and that's that's the, he can make music for the rest of his life and not leave his home and be a okay. That's what that's and so 
what for I, him. I'm not saying that for other artists, but yeah, for no, no. that for person, him, for that person is a machine making music. And what I was, what all, all I was simply processing, and that's why I told you too. Like I'm processing in real time. This is kind of like, if I'm being honest, it worries me because, um, Nori and Pharrell were talking about. We'll get get to that too. But he was talking about Nori and Pharrell both said it out of their mouth. Something that I've always speculated, and it was like. Sometimes niggas have the music, but don't have the look. Sometimes they have the look, but don't have the music. And it's those rare times where niggas got both, mm. and there's nothing that can stop it. Mm. I.e. 50 Cent. Mm. I.e. Drake. I.e. Lil Baby. Like, it's just those moments where it's like, ain't nothing nobody could do with this. Mm-hmm. And if you ask 50, he was blackballed. Up until a certain point. Yeah. So, I'm going, God damn. Until the aftermath shit. And, to, and I'm going, I'm thinking about Wayne, and I'm going, damn. No one, no one, and I and, and people can debate this all they want to. We're talking about 11 years old. Uh-huh. That shit ain't supposed to happen. Where you turn, what, when he turned... 22 or whatever. When did the Carter come? How old was he when Carter... When No, fuck the Carter. When the uh, gangster, when first Gangster Girls came out. When the when the uh, the squad tape started. When the prefix and the suffix and all that shit starts. And you go, okay. Because you... I, I, nigga, I, loved, I loved everything about the verses last night because it was a real... We started talking about who was outside for real. Right, right. And so the hyphy shit is happening. But parallel to that... Wayne's getting on. Wayne's rapping on all those beats. Yeah, Wayne. There's a version of Be a Bill with Wayne blacking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay. And I'm li- I'm looking at everybody at the school. Go, nah, Wayne about to be that nigga. If you were if you was from the town, if you was from Richmond, if you from Berkeley, every debate was going. Wayne was everybody's favorite rapper. Far reaching, shit. New York, far reaching. Like I, I think New York was late. I don't think New York was on the squash shit like we were, like the Bay. No, 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 no. They they weren't on the squash shit, but I do know visiting New York and like just when walk, you ABCD walk, just walk just what huh? ABC when you went to ABCD that year. Yeah, and then just yeah. walk, they were walking the streets and then like the um like they just ask you like then like you know just trying you whatever on the black on the, on the streets whatever just talk about like oh so who the fuck you who the fuck you fuck with as a rapper? Yeah, and it's like oh Wayne, and it was like. Like, I would say get the fuck out of here because you only you only supposed to say Jay Z out here. <laughs> but I was like, nah, but it's like he's like, but I, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that that's a you know, like folks knew from the from the mixtape more than I think the actual albums. Albums, for sure. For like that shit that the way that those those mixtapes was coming out, that shit was in the street. It, oh, it was it was pure it was pure flood the street. Like, so I'm going Wayne, G Unit, Wayne, G Unit, Mac Dre. Dipset, oh, I'm missing somebody. It's one other mixtape run that just, uh, and then Ross, but Ross after hustling, not Ross pre hustling. Ross after hustling, what they were able to do with mixtapes is the business model. That mm-hmm. for whatever reason, no one else has figured out how to use it. But it's like, yo, the 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 tapes. If you got if you got the bandwidth, if you got the time. Nigga, we gonna flood. We ain't trip. We gonna tour. We gonna get that shit out for get, get send that out. 
We're going to hit this road, though, and we're going to set up the launching pad for the record. And it worked like a motherfucker over and over and over to the entire industry had to go pay him whatever for a feature. Yeah, pay him whatever for a that, feature. That bandwidth is not out there, though. No, 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 no. That, 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 that shit is impressive. Future, future. Like, it, it's thug like, now, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, but so you do that. You make Universal, you're, you're an intricate part of Universal becoming the powerhouse that it becomes to the point to where... So that, that isn't, that is unfortunate. That, yeah, and that, I, that I, would, I get, I get where that you're was, going. That's, yeah, that, I, that is unfortunate. I'm just like, yo, you make, you make this company the powerhouse that it is and the nigga that you brought to them, they eventually go, hey, we're going to give him a blank check. And you still tied up in litigation to get your money. Meanwhile, Drake, and regardless if it's pennies on a dollar, Drake is set for ever. And Wayne is fighting for his bread. By all um, by all reports. That that may not be true. Nigga count niggas pockets is weird. Um, I'm just talking about what he means to music. So much so that Hove has to go, I'm not standing for this. I'll, I'll get in the middle of it. So much so that Ross goes, I'm not standing for this. Like, it it can't be can't be too far off if all the niggas who know for real go, no, we gotta protect him. Cause this ain't this is not fair. He means entirely too much to too many people making too much money right now to have to be fighting for pennies in in, in regards to what his v- true value is. And so I, I read that number, and it's a high-ass number. Nigga, it's $100 million. What are you talking about? But I'm just going, blank check. Bob Dylan gets his $300. I, it, it, just, it just was one of those things where it's like, damn, this is, I don't know. But again, it's $100 million. So it's like, shut up. But still, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, it's his, it was his, I'm sorry, Gene, no, his yeah. masters and the young money masters as far as, because I don't think Drake, I don't, I don't think, I don't think um I think the last young money album for Drake was uh was the one that Bedrock is on. No, 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 no. Um Take Care. Take Care is technically a young money album as is uh what Nothing is the same. Nothing is the same. Nothing yeah. Right? Am I tripping? I don't think that's young money though. No, nah, cuz it's cash money young. Yeah. Money. No, those are still cash money young money records for sure. Okay, but that but that that's also talking into like the the percentages again. Yeah, like, how, yeah, like yeah, how many yeah, that, how many hands are in Drake's yeah, pot? Yeah, I'm not so I, like yeah the percent the the percentage that Wayne owns of whatever still uh, of made, the young money portion of things that's getting sold for a hundred. Take that, yeah. you take know that. what I mean? Like we got to get that off because I don't know how long I'm gonna have that asset at that price point. Exactly, and the reason I was even cool with Wayne selling it because. Just like all of us, I don't know how much of Wayne's own music he owns. Just from dealing with Baby, and it's like I know he won the lawsuit for money he was owed for like the Carter Four, the Carter Five. But I just mean overall, I really don't know. And I just feel like since the way that they did business with Wayne, I'm guessing it might be a pretty low percentage. So if he can get that off for the hundred mil, and like you said, he keeps creating music, and now he owns. What a larger portion of his mastering, right? Yeah. And Young Money's finally just his. So, 
the deal is just for all the shit that already been released and not for future releases, right? That's a. I don't know if that'll be for like the young more money portion of things, but for yeah, him yeah. as an individual, I think that that's. I think you take the bulk, you get the bulk, so that I just have that. Yeah. You know, you can't really just pass up on the fact that I have this bulk amount that I can take for something that is not my full is not is not fully mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you got to end if the, if your money was independent, no fucking way you give that away for a hundred million. Yeah. But it's not. It's a, it's a part of a larger conglomerate right, that is cut fucking throat. Get it? Get, get the fuck out, bro. Get it? Get it? And just break ties. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like that, I think it. that's really what it is. That you yeah. just want to break ties with the with the establishment, bro. Like they just tired of fighting with the same group. To that point, G. Hmm. If we only receive information but don't seek it, then we'll always be misinformed. Man, real life. Like, just think, just, this is going to be my ongoing beef with school. But uh, just think about, like, how how school has school has been set up for you. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Like, the information that has been given to you, history-wise, that is a complete fucking lie. And they will really have you out here in these streets <laughs> believing that that shit was true. And going to bat and fighting about that shit amongst your own people. So think about okay, that's 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 the establishment portion of things. Now think about the streets and think about the streets that just get information passed down to them from old heads or uh, or if you're if you don't even get it from from old heads, you just get it from peer groups. And the shit that you do off of false information, off of somebody just having complete control over you and and getting and getting that um, trust from you early uh, to the point that your loyalty is binded by something that is a complete fucking lie. Because you haven't had you haven't done your due diligence to find out the truth. It's dangerous, man. Hmm. It's 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 completely dangerous, man, and it's something that I'm as as I'm unraveling a good amount of just our history and how much shit has been covered up over the years, how much things have been ours that was completely taken taken from us, yeah. and then plastered another name on it and put statues up <laughs> about the motherfuckers all over the U.S. <laughs> Uh, like it's not so the love that we're supposed to have for a location that has done this much damage never, to a group never of people. With us. You know what I mean? Like, but like I said earlier, that's all. That's all coming down to just being misinformed. I think as we inform ourselves better of a lot of this shit that's taking place the love that we have for ourselves and also for the next man that looks like us uh, will increase. Will increase. And also the the um, the efficiency and the work that the output will increase as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, I really believe that as a whole it's getting harder and harder for me to have an ill, um, uh, to to have to have a, a ill will towards um, someone that has 
has not taken the time to do their own their own work. Hmm. And I don't know that coming into I I usually know that in 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 speech and in and in communication, but it gives me a different perspective on who I'm dealing with and when to be cutthroat and when to be more empathetic um, and towing the line on, on and having the control over which one you are at any given time. That's, um, that's, that's, that's the next part of the journey. I think on like just overall as a people, what we have, what we have to look forward to. Damn. I, I, I keep saying it, working on, in in terms of working on um, empathy for um, people who present themselves as enemies, not an actual enemy though, but present themselves as enemies. And in my brain, G, in my brain, there's not a reasonable man or woman, black, that can can have access to the information I've I've been fortunate enough to have access to some great mentors, some great mentors, man. Um, over the past, I'll just go over a lifetime for sure, but at le- at the very least, this last this last like twelve years, um, gentlemen, I'm gentlemen and women that I met in college, post college, and um the last few years in, in terms of just this pursuit um, pursuit of entrepreneurship. And there's not, there for, for, for me, there's no way people can have access to this information and not have a complete overhaul um, of your perspective, your outlook, and, and most importantly, um, how you go about engaging with fellow man or woman. Uh, like I, I'm telling you, fam. Like that, 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 that whole, that whole bullshit concept of leaning on ego and needing to be right for the sake of just massaging some shit that is just, just false. Bruh, ne- I never felt more liberated than that shit being killed off, and just constantly being like, damn, like, just an, oh, just an open book, right? And um, so now. Being at that place of like, where do we go from here? And now there's a whole new fight because there's this, there's this, um, there's this patience that that you are now you are now responsible for holding because everybody hasn't had access to that information. Like you, we're one hundred percent responsible. Um, I feel I, when we do the show. We didn't. We didn't check in about time until this morning. You were the first one to text early this morning. I was like, "Damn, I feel." Not only do I feel responsible to you two, but I, I feel responsible for the the listeners that we do have. Again, to keep carving out this space to share the information that I feel is essential to our advancement. And and two, open to being wrong about that. But how could it be? When I know the work that you're doing, I know the work that Lex is doing, and I know the work that the people that y'all talk to and are amongst are doing in a term in terms of liberating us first. Man, I sat in three meetings this week 
um, for 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 video treatments, um, for for development of a show, and for a collaboration project, and had to say to people on the other end of those calls how 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 clear my intentions are to not add to producing trauma for and that be all black people see like it ain't no ain't no art to that fam like i'm so, i'm sorry I, and i and i and i genuinely feel that way cuz there's so many more beautiful stories to tell in the landscape of that and and we think about it all day long so even if there is some gore and some dark side, like, you got a responsibility to explain that further. I I believe that. And if you can't, my nigga, go, go find a new fucking art form or go find a new way to express. But that can't be it. Because I know too many niggas out here getting it for real. I love one of my, one of my favorite bars I heard. The kid was like, every nigga I know take care of his kids. I, I won't forget that. Because that ain't, that ain't been the narrative. Um... That's been told to your point of just misinformation. Um, had niggas scared of fatherhood for real. Mm. From being honest, had niggas scared of uh, of of union. And that, that ain't nothing to be fearful of. Something to look forward to, but that ain't nothing to be fearful of. And so now you're going, well, goddamn, what else was wrong? What else was they capping about? <laughs> And you go come to find out a whole hell of a lot that was that was intentional, and it's hard, it's hard not to not to think of it as such. So that's why in these meetings I'm going so hard, and and have and having to be willing to walk away from projects that that financially nigga 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 might need, but you're like yeah, it, it it's not worth it. It's not. It's so not. I'll shoot it out of pocket. I'll make it out of pocket. Before, I'll, I'll shoot it out of pocket. I'll make it out of pocket, and and almost have it be, and almost ha- and almost run the risk of having it be a lesser production, quote unquote, to maintain the integrity. If that makes sense, like, oh, if we can't get if we can't get the red camera in the cranes and the permits, nigga, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves. Not not sell not selling. Not selling my people and and how I want to capture them and tell their stories, because I because 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 what 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 are my what are my kids gonna say if they got to watch no no there's no God rest his soul John Singleton Boys in the Hood beautiful movie but I don't want to make that film I have no desire to make that film I'll make a love story though about a about a. About a black couple that that knew they should have been together, that that went through hella shit and and did the and did the work individually, and had different discussions in and around the 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 business of of marriage and union, the business of raising kids, the commitment, the responsibility. Like, can we can we have that conversation that the white folks get to? It's right. It's, Forty rom coms a year that get that get greenlit and get and get massive budgets to get told, and don't nobody white get killed in them. And they and <laughs> and our parents had to send us to schools where these white folks was printing printing books where they was lying to niggas, bro. 
Somebody was paying for them textbooks, man. That's cr- hey, that's some gangster shit, bro. Hey, hey, we just go. Hey, hey, can you make up a story real quick? <laughs> I got a bag for you, like, bro. That's the call. Like, now that I see how corporate get down, I know that's how them calls went. Hey, fam, you are a great storyteller. Can you make up a story about some slaves real quick so I can put it in a chapter of this history book and send it across the world? We gonna rent out a studio, dress some people up. We gonna take a picture, take then we gonna pictures. Photoshop it to make it look like it was an old picture, and then print it out in the book. Hey, Bro. they're sick. Hey, if they could do it for the moon landing, they for sure could do it for a slave. Hey, wait. So, you know, in the history books, how they have the illustration reenactments? Mm-hmm. Does it say? Does it ever say illustrated by in the in the notes in the table of contents? It has to, right? Got to. Okay, I'm say, done. It might say that in the picture. <laughs> I'm yeah, done. He might, might have been like, no, nah, I need my credit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need them to remember me. Hey, hey, Copyright. Hey, fam then watermarked the, re-ena- the slave reenactment picture in the bro, history book. Bro, they just book. stamped it in there, bro. Hey, that's crazy. This is the second. This is the, this the 13th edition by now. This, You know what? We added all kind of shit in here by now. So. I'm done. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I'm so done. Um... A lot of shit in music. Twenty one is who who we thought he was. Man, um, Pharrell is who we thought he was. Mm. Eminem, Jesus Christ, and poor Swaley. So, start from the top. <laughs> twenty one. Start from the top. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, man. Uh, Twenty one, you I don't, I don't I don't I'm not on Clubhouse. I don't know, but the uh, it 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 went how it went how it's being told. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. How, however, if people know this story already, then strictly, I'm just going off of what I what I when I first heard Twenty One, and I've always been an advocate for Twenty One's music from but, the jump. Actually, from the jump, from yeah. the jump, from the jump. But from the very first song that I've heard. To this point now, there wasn't a part of this that I th- that I felt as if it was like I, I felt like it was very authentic. But I but if you listen to the music itself, if you were to go past the whole like the 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 gunshots and the killing and the you know the the threats and the, uh, whatever else you want to put in there that'll be essential for the type of music that was being made. Um. And was getting money put behind it, of course. You also get a good roundup of well thought out thoughts. Like if somebody, if some, <clears throat> I always feel like if you take somebody that is, quote unquote, whatever it is that they're presenting that people want you to see the presentation wise. So if you take somebody from the street, I always think that. Street knowledge wise, they could become anything possible, whether it's the most threatening thing being physically imposing on someone's life Hmm. to threatening being in boardrooms going toe to toe with people that are like minded but of a different race, say, like a Jay Z. I don't see that being 
really that much different on a spectrum, but narrative-wise, it's always presented a certain way. So more times than not, the presentation that's presented to the the rest of the world is that we're going to take the we're going to pigeonhole these people into the threatening force that is physically imposing on your life. And we're going to keep them there so that yes, they can make really great music for something that's going to create a lot of money wise. So people in the hills and the children of well-off parents are going to be able to take this to their schools and act hard, act tough around their people, but never actually be in any of those situations to actually um, know what the hell is being said in these songs or what the meaning behind it is. That's going to always get played and always get ran up. Hmm. But we're not going to highlight how that individual can also go to go in, end up being in a boardroom and having like-minded mentalities as every other person that is in here that is cutthroat as well but isn't marketed as such they're usually behind the scenes there's not really there's not many um not many articles that go that tell you about the the cats behind the scenes at these labels they not give you insight insight knowledge on what they did to get to their point and what they do to stay there, hmm. what they do to uh, to make these, some of these other deals and how they cut people out of them and all the shit that we're doing. Like, they don't tell you any of those stories, but those individuals are like-minded regardless. That's how I see 21. That's how I always saw 21 from the very Savage. beginning. Yes, Savage. always. So the same person that did that before from the beginning that made um, a lot that – did the last album that then was talking on Clubhouse that was mediating between two <laughs> two, two individuals two goofies two goofies and it was the level minded person in, in, in this conversation that's something that was seen from the very beginning well <clears throat> I'm rolling on 21 um I just ha- so happened to hear um the exchange mm-hmm. and a much larger point that hopefully will not hopefully that that we may or may not discuss later mm-hmm. is how revealing Clubhouse has been of how goofy all these <laughs> niggas are. Like just starting there, mm-hmm. like some of them niggas were sitting on there three and four hours. Like that's how goofy the shit is. The chance fall off. Did I'm just like, bro, this is nuts. But ultimately, good thing to know where people stand. So there's that. Um, how do you like the Clubhouse setup? I, I hate it with the passion. Um, you don't like I hate to like listen to glorified voicemails? No, no, no. no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I love the platform. Um, the, the, the more um, economic-based rooms, the more venture capitalist rooms. Uh, shout out to the Horowitz, uh, both Felicia and Ben. They have an epic room with MC Hammer where they talk... They talk strategy. They t- like all the information you need, shit to enhance your podcast, your viewership, your your like grow your audience. Like it's some people on there giving up game. What the music industry is using it for, um, both like the the that how that 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 room in particular, and the bays and the area rooms, them bunch of goofies in in them rooms, bro. Yeah, to get their lack of information off. Mm. Say that again. Get their lack of information off. Wow. Because what I what I interpret it as is wow. that if you if you have a room hmm. where people are listening 
and you have a chance to talk, usually the person that talks the most is the mother that has done zero, zero research on anything that he's saying. Yeah. And that's and that's so ultimately the screaming match that that uh Meek and Ak had was revealing of both of them, but we know who Ak is. So disappointed in Meek. Um and twenty I feel like twenty one won't say chasing? Say it again. He was chasing? No, he was doing I don't even know how to put it in proper perspective, bruh. But it's just performance? Not even performance. He no, no, this was real. Mm. This was real. Like he was he was upset. Why does he not win on any platform besides making music sometimes? We gonna have, somebody going to have to start having a real conversation about that. Cause, Cause, because, because, because when they shield him, he does an amazing job. But if they just let him have his phone, Mm-mm. oh shit. Mm-mm. Like you just, like, <laughs> like somebody wasn't watching him while he had his phone. Oh fuck. But in, 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 in what the nigga does is he takes the phone and then he slides off to the bathroom. Oh shit. <laughs> and yeah, then gets yeah. it in. <laughs> in fairness though, <laughs> in fairness, he is, he is the, he is the, the prototype. For for the generation that he's a voice for the culture. Yes. Damn. Yes. So we had two voices for the culture. The, we had the we had the voices two for different the, styles that come into the same. Culture. And and ain't even they they don't even get to be they don't even get the luxury of being partitioned no more. Them the same niggas, bro. Damn. And that's why that argument was so revealing. It was like, oh, y'all really the same niggas for real. Mm. That's what I got. And I never been more disappointed in my life, bro. Like this is crazy. And then here twenty one come, and you could hear the disgust in his voice, like, and and also not just the disgust, you could hear the you could hear the trolling in his voice too. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you niggas is both goofy. I'm about to fuck with both." <laughs> like that's what I heard. Big goofy. That's what I heard personally. I was like, "Oh, twenty one really, twenty one really is that nigga, bro." Because he he the nigga he the uh, oh you ain't gonna hit that nigga though. <laughs> that's, that's, gotta instigate this goofy. But he was, but he was, and, but it's. Anybody in in my niggas who was uh, conflict mediators can can uh, can relate, nigga. Where you they had the whole week for conflict me, conflict mediation at the school. That boy said conflict mediation. Bruh, I that, remember that shit. 20, 21 was a conflict mediator. I'm I'm certain of it. I ain't know he got the the little badge and they had the, he had to do the the the, uh, the example in front of the room and he was oftentimes the uh, the mediator. Mm. And because he, he it was just too easy it's for too him. natural. He's like, so what I what I hear him saying, Meek, <laughs> is and then Ak. Oh, he's he, making sure that each Ak, side knew exactly Ak, what. Ak, the, how do you feel about that? He's <clears throat> making some points. Act, I I don't know. Oh yeah, come on, bro. He was fucking with that's them niggas, bro. I was like, oh, this nigga, this nigga twenty one is really that nigga for real. That's that's all I left with. That's a good time. Yeah, yeah, man. I wonder if Jay would. Would be glad to trade uh, Meek for twenty one. Mm. I think I think hindsight, yeah. Um, but I also think I also think he has a real affinity for Meek too, which is strange, but not none none of my business. I mean, there's a real that's more like being a shark, but. There's there's a real uh, like economic play there, is it? What social social injustice is a whole is a whole department, I, and that's like the poster's child for it. it is it? 
Okay, oh, now I'm not. I'm not about to do that. I'm, and I'm this, not do, I'm and, not doing that on this show. You got it. You're right. Yep, it is. I'm not doing it, bro. Somebody got to be the face. It just unfortunately yep. had to be me. It had to be me. Come on, man. My man <laughs> just want to ride his dirt bike. See, Sway Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hate it. I hate it here. I hate it here. You remember when the whole crowd did the intro outside the courtroom, courthouse? <sighs> yeah. They got him out with that. They did. Though. He was out by the time they got to the turn-up part Jeez, of that. Stop doing this to me, bro. Y'all been wait a minute. <laughs> Meek was already coming out. He was already, he was already walking out. That's, that's that's how that's how long he's been in there. So for Pharrell sat down with Nori and All Drink right. Champs. <laughs> <laughs> What's Pharrell talking about, man? Did y'all watch that? All three hours of it. Didn't get a chance. Wait, they got Pharrell to sit down for three hours? Three hours. What are you talking about? And they man. got him cooked, too. It was pretty impressive. That's what's up. But it's, oh, so, he... it's so funny when people get go on there and get faded, and they are exactly who you thought they were. Mm. That was impressive. Now I have to watch it. Pharrell just started. Was, it, did... was, it, was this grill for real? Was it grill for real? This was like grill in for real. Yeah, he had. His, he, had he, oh, he, he had. Okay. He was slug. Okay. He, he, he gonna he gonna always stay slug. Now I think now he's in that space now where he probably where he doesn't that have to do the. He, yeah, the he wears them shits into his his uh, his meetings for real. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have to be happy. Humble, humble, godly. Was such a big fucking song. Damn. Humble, godly, rich nigga talk. It's different. Different. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. <laughs> At one point, this nigga Pharrell goes, yeah, we don't talk about Richard Mill enough. Nigga, why would we? Why would anybody talk about Richard Mill ever? He's like, yeah, he just he just really cares about the people, black and brown people. I'm like, bro, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop, nigga. Y'all selling million-dollar watches, bro. There is nothing to talk about. For sure. Oh, but it, it just, you're not offended by it the way you would be if somebody else said it, though. Because he's just like... You know who we don't talk about enough? I'm like, for real, bro. Don't don't and then and then he said it and I'm like, this nigga's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but Well, like people in your camp don't talk about it enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. But I, I uh what was so beautiful um and in in regards to the exchange was Nor, and and rightfully so, because any, anybody that li- that's been listening to Dream Chaps from the beginning, Nori has always spoken of the Neptunes in the highest regard. Like, yo, them niggas saved, them niggas saved my career, and put me on a whole different trajectory. And he's like, he's like, it's kind of dope that I can take credit for putting the world on the Neptune sound, which he which he's right. He it, it absolutely starts with Nori. Um, but Pharrell shut that nigga down and was like, "No, you gotta stop saying we did anything for you. It's what you what you did for us." It's like, literally, literally every rapper had passed on a Neptune's beat up until that point, and you start going, "Whoa!" And then Nori tells his story. He goes, "Yeah, Big Ticket told me to stop fucking with y'all because y'all shit all sounded the same." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> "Whoa!" and you gotta love Nori. Gotta love Nori. <laughs> what I'm watching, I'm listening to that, y'all, and I'm going, "Holy fuck!" Like changing something forever, impacting something that way, 
um the different the, the like how how thin that line is, right? Cuz Pharrell talks about people not liking grinding. Um the, all the songs they originally gave Justin Timberlake were originally for Michael Jackson. Prince fronting was for Prince, he didn't want it. The label uh um shake shake uh shake it fast. He sent that to Jive for them to get the Temptations. The Temptations said no. Jive kept his 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 reference vocals on there. Like it's all it's it's all of these chance moments of just a group of niggas who really really just loved hip hop. Like they're gonna everybody's gonna break down. They're gonna break down the genius and nip. They're going to break down the genius of Hove. They're going to break down the genius of, of the Neptunes. They're going to break down the genius of, of all these artists that have come and have literally just shown up for the love of what it is that they do. And, that, and the whole time I'm sitting, I'm like, I listen to all three hours of that going, this is impressive. He just loved this shit more than, more than everybody. Him and Chad just love it more. Nobody wanted to give NERD the net like NERD was only formed because nobody would give the Neptunes a chance as artists. And so I I I I'm, especially now with the pandemic and like seeing some of my friends who are by all accounts bigger names and artists than me, not being able to earn and what it's doing to their mental. And if it were all about the money, it'd be a different conversation, but it, it it's all about not being able to be, uh, get that feeling, like the instant gratification of like posting something is only going to last so much more longer the more that this world is shut down. People are going to need to feel validated for this shit. And I'm watching it. I'm watching what it's doing to niggas mental and they're like their like their happiness and shit. And, and, and it makes me so sad because I was under the assumption that we were all here just because we love this shit. You're also gonna lose the uh the public to shit on. Man. Because the more you present to them a well off life, yeah, the less they're gonna like you. Yeah. You you see it with like the the Cardi's of the world. Like Cardi Cardi was the people's champ. Until the pandemic hits and it's like, ah, shit, well, shit. Cardi can't be like, you know, you got to chill out on all this stunning on this because, you know, we, that shit ain't hidden for us. You know what I'm saying? So that's like a, it's an interesting relationship that I think larger artists are just artists that are used to a certain framing of the game. Yeah. Uh, going forward, how that's, how the presentation has to change a little bit. Yeah. If it has to change at all. Um, but I think the yeah the longer we're closed down the the more I think like artsy shit will will shine through no matter what. Hmm. Um, but especially in a time where inspiration is at, is probably the highest is at its highest um, as far as like um, uh, like stock wise. Like I think inspiration might be number one on the list yeah. uh, now because uh, who the fuck are, what else are you doing to the public <laughs> I 
to that point, I'm what I'm listening to him talk about these these different rare ass moments. Gia just are just letting inspiration carry carry everything. And you know the the true the true isolation that that could cause. Whether it's you know you being you being led spiritually, um, and not being afraid to be vocal about that either too, like that could that could that could make you an outcast. Um, really caring about something is isolating in that regard because how few people actually care about something and are open about caring about something, um, and it is just a relentless pursuit of of executing said thing that you carry about, but also being mindful that it's. You know, there's divine, there's divine power and like all these different things that are taking place. And this is a nigga that everyone loves. And Hove's Rap Radar point is like, yo, they're going to constantly just throw out the process of you getting all the no's and, 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 and not getting a chance and, and all this shit and just go, oh, you just, you just, it was overnight. And it's like, nah, fam, it don't, like nothing works like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing works like that, and so it was. A, it, again, salute Nori, DJ FN, um, the whole Drink Champ staff for an epic, epic episode. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm back into that because a lot of a, a big reason why the show happens and is just being a fan early. But it was like even before the Drink Champs, before Joe Budden, it was like yo. All I all I would do was talk about pods. It's like, nigga, you should do one. It's like I, I want to do one about the process. But what? But what? What is? What is? What does that mean? And why is it so beautiful? Why is it? Why is it to be cherished? And why is there so much to learn from it? Then I start thinking about our process, and and mine specifically, and and then just being inspired and how much beauty, how much beauty is that. At my fingertips, nigga, before I even have to travel the world. I gotta read a book. I gotta watch a film. Nigga, I can I can hit my man's and be inspired. Let me and Le- Lex Lex be like, nigga, I got an idea. And Lex or <laughs> Lex would do an elevator pitch for a movie on the phone on a random Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, what is happening right now? Like, that's how lit my phone be. And I don't know. I'm just f- fucking proud of it, and and watching Pharrell talk about what was at his, you know, being friends with with Magoo and Pusha and 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 chat and that whole that whole crew, that whole Virginia crew, Missy, Tim, like nigga, them, D'Angelo, like all them niggas is from the same place at the same time. You like, yo, that's scary. And I'm talking to Push the other day. He's like, uh, our homeboy Daniel just scored a film, and they're promoting it, uh, the Norman film. And I had I commented, I'm like, bro, this is the most amazing shit ever. And bro, it's like, you really think so? Like, nigga, you scoring a film. Like, this is so tight. And Push is like, yo, is it crazy that all of us went to Pano? And I'm like, damn, I hadn't even thought about it like that. Like, the amount of niggas that, are, that have done some shit from there. It's just, or been attached to some shit. It's just beautiful. Um, an incentive to keep working and keep keep turning over new rocks, man. and not And not quitting on yourself. Ultimately. What did you say about the Adidon thing? Oh man. Okay. Do, do they have do they have stock in uh, Adidas? Who? Like, did, did Adidas give them stock? Who? 
um, like Pharrell and um, he didn't he didn't he didn't talk about the business of it. Oh, okay. okay. Um, he didn't talk about the business of it. But, but I, I wonder if that like if that talked to like the emotional part of things. Too. And I, and I feel like the stock conversation is different when you can retain ownership of the sub uh, name that's created. So Ye owning Yeezy. And being in partnership with Adidas is a really is a really interesting conversation that I would like to know more about the business of what Pharrell has turned human race into outside of just the sneakers. Like he's got the the um, the production company and then also got the the, uh, the the skincare product and all that shit. Like that's all under the same umbrella of human race. So I'm curious as to you know what stock Adidas may have in those names, right? As opposed to the reverse. Hmm. That's a great question. But what because he's the he Pharrell is technically in the middle. He has a relationship with Ye. Feels weird based on what his answers were. Feel like his relationships are more so the how much it fractured with Wayne hurt him a lot. Um pushes obviously his man's um and he has an affinity and a respect for Drake. Um and so to Pharrell's point, he's just like Yo, it hurt. I wish that shit didn't happen, but it also isn't. It's not something I can get in the middle of and and try to diffuse and have niggas be on some holier than now piece up shit because it don't. He's like it don't work like that. Like, and he and I was I was in, I was surprised and impressed that he had, that he recognized that and admitted that. Um, and then ultimately was just kind of left that just left just left there. He's like niggas both said some said shit that they probably shouldn't have said, but. Who are we to now go? Oh, rap has rules now. That that's also weird too. I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, do you think rap has rules? Me? No. But I also that, I also remember. Think that's my, a, you think that's like a uh, that would be like a older uh, older take on what rap is? No, because, that's a younger take. That rap has rules. The old niggas didn't. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm, I'm talking about the take on, like, rap not having rules. So, like, do you think that rap has rules now because of how much uh, partnerships are in play, how much money is in play, um, it being the number one genre, stuff like that? Maybe, maybe, maybe that is the the evolution of the rule, the rules per se. Because, like, I would think that people that would be quote unquote lower on the totem pole would have an advantage in those particular situations on like the saying "I don't have rules" um, when there's not as much money that you're playing with. Very true, very true. So, in in the case of Pushing Drake, you're you're suggesting that Pusher probably had the upper hand because he was there wasn't as Completely. much money to be lost. Completely, I'm with that. I could see that. I could see that. That is a fact with any war, though, right? Hmm? Like when you think about when you're going to war with somebody, you, you consider what they have to lose. What they have to lose too. Completely. And yeah. what you have to gain from going to war with them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I always thought about that when it came to the Drake and Push, because I've always wondered what made Drake decide to go ahead and respond. And, and respond because he had a lot more to lose than Push yeah. ever did. 
But I, and so I, I love the point that you guys are making. But the, the, the sort of magical part of rap is that it's always going to be rooted in competitiveness mm-hmm. and ego. Mm-hmm. So your team can be like, nigga, you got too much to lose. That rap part of you was like, but I can out rap this nigga. You got me fucked up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that was and and when you hear it. That's ultimately why I was like, salute to Drake on this one. Because he was he was doing the math, I, at least to me, I felt like as if he was doing the math on how the Meek shit played out, and niggas getting at Meek for not responding, and Drake going, well, nigga, I can rap. End of the day, I can rap. And Pusha knows I can rap, so I'm a rap. And that may be the only thing that's safe. Because... Regardless of how the world feels, I don't, I don't, I think, I don't, I think that shit helped Drake more than it did hurt him. So I don't have Drake losing that shit. It helped Drake not have to be perfect anymore. I feel like before the battle, I I felt like he had a pressure to be perfect the whole time. Hmm. Like everybody was looking at him from the, from the inside out to, and you know, like it seemed like he wasn't making any mistakes. Yeah. And I feel like that type of pressure is nerve-wracking. But then once Push kind of changed the whole view of how people even looked at Drake, you know, just with the kid and everything, it helped for him to be like, huh, I can finally just breathe and people see me as a person instead of this Drake entity. How nice of a feeling. How nice of a feeling to finally just live within your truth. Because who the fuck is say shit about your truth, man? Like, nigga, it's me, nigga. Like, which is also a really weird thing. It's like, I have a kid, so? <laughs> nigga, what? Like, I don't think the kid was so big of a deal. I think it was who the kid was with. Because, like... There, kid, that, that, see, now, now we're talking. Yeah, because yeah. the kid, the fact that the, the fact that he hadn't got caught up to that point, and that was the, the <laughs> amount of bodies I'm pretty sure he has on on himself. Like, given that that was the one, but no one didn't said that. The, he didn't want that to come out. No one said it like that, and that's how it should have been said from Rip. It's like, nah, it's not not about the kid, man. Yeah. It's about who you know and who he's knocking down. Yeah, yeah. And, and in industry wise, I'm pretty sure they know a lot more than I do. Yeah. But you know, if if a few other people know about that one too, then oh yeah, and that's and that's and, and that's who you got caught up with. Ah, yeah. nigga, you. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> and that's the part that you gotta you gotta run back and forth in your mind when dealing with these type of situations. But that's that's what was so interesting well, about playing with the same people. So that should be you know that's on them. But. What's so funny is that the two niggas that were actually rhyming came out unscathed. It's mm. both of their right hands that got that caught the strays that hurt them. I don't care if, give a fuck what nobody say. What was exposed about Ye in this shit hurt fam. What was exposed about 40 in this shit hurt fam. The two other niggas, they're fine. <laughs> they're completely fine. And so that was all. what was always weird for me. It's like, who won the battle? I was like, they both won. The two niggas that lost is the producers, bro. Like, that's how I felt, at least. It's like, damn, 40? That hurts to know about you. Because I, cause I can completely see that scenario going that way. Like, that makes sense. And then you go, yay, oh man, this is this is an indictment of you, but also a really clear indictment of like, oh, I could see this going this way. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, 
rappers and indictments. Eminem. <laughs> he had a hell of a week. Released another record. Had to apologize. Or? Um, siding with Chris Brown. Uh, oh, I thought it's for releasing another record. They apologized? <laughs> So what? Oh. <laughs> 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 releasing that B, that B side. Yeah, but uh, he has a bar in there. He's like that. Ultimately, he's like siding with Chris and the whole Rihanna shit, and it's like, see, that's <sighs> again. That's having them stick. I was about to say, does does he really side, or is he just saying? Whatever he's just he's saying it, but. He's only just saying it because he don't have nothing to rap about. And and him not having nothing to rap about and still putting out projects isn't M's fault. It's everybody else's fault that's over there. And no one wants to admit it. That place, Shady, is a mess right now. You fumble Griselda. You still beefing with MGK. That's that in itself is is ridiculous, and these and these records don't seem to be f- getting better. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Royce has turned into the greatest rapper ever. I was about to say Royce ain't came over there and just. What? I there's nothing Royce can do. There's nothing Royce can do. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing anyone could do. I mean, I, I'm the you know me. I, I fuck with him. Super heavy, I, nigga. I fuck with him. Yeah, but it's not. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna happen. It's impossible to do. The only thing M could could possibly do is try to figure out different pockets and uh, just st- keep keep messing with the the technical parts of rapping. That's the only thing that it, there's no way for M to have any any storyline besides the one that he's had to this point because of his ascension when he first took Gee, off. Stop. Bro, what else is M supposed to talk about, bro? Like this isn't this isn't caping. Like this is literally. I think that there's it's hard. It, it's impossible for somebody then, to have the ascension that you had and have rapping. shit to talk about now. Then stop rapping, please. Not if you, bro. You don't stop rapping if that's your if that's your profession. And if you're that you still make making millions, yeah, yeah. you still selling millions. You, if you have nothing to say, like he clearly, like it just it's jumping off the speakers. He just don't have nothing to say. Like it's all it's all technical skills. All I got to show off how nice I've gotten, mm-hmm. and it's like, who cares? True. No one no one goes to the Harlem Globetrotter games. I don't give a fuck. Like that's literally what it is. Uh, that's they do. Oh, okay. I was about to say they do. Okay, and the, and, the, and the people that's buying those records are the, the people that went to the Hall. <laughs> okay, Girl, so like that. So when you when you doing the beat when you go to the glow, there's, glow people, there's people that go to the Pro Bowl. There's people that go to. The, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's people that buy their <laughs> ticket the three years in advance for a Pro Bowl. Oh bro. like there's people the, that go these to are the people things. that are buying the Eminem records. My nigga, like, give it up already. I don't think y'all know, bro. Until you have something, until you have something to say, bro. You too, you you mean too much. To the the you mean too much to the legacy of music as a whole to keep putting out these empty ass records that's just technical. I can rap hella good. Don't care personally. Yeah, I mean, but true. not when you, you know what. I take that back. If Royce wasn't his best friend, I it probably wouldn't be as egregious. 
the last three, what is it, Book of Ryan, uh, both Prime Records, and then um, what's the other one that came out this year? Oh, fuck. Royce had another one this year. And then the Royce is killing it. Yes. And 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 is far Grammy. And is untouchable. So your your best your man's can't be doing that. You can't have a uh you can't have three quarters of Griselda under the roof and then be doing this. At the at the very least, at the very least, sit back. Uh, okay, I'm just I'm I'm just asking. Are you listening to what your niggas are doing? Or are you just are you not listening at all? Cause it sounds like he not he ain't listening to one West Side album. It's it's not that it sounds like he ain't listening to one Conway. It sounds like he ain't listening to none of Royce's records either. It's it's not that he's not listening, bro. M listens to everything. I don't think ain't no way. All right, I'm trying to tell you. It's it's not that he doesn't. It, it's not that he doesn't listen to it. It's that there's nothing that he's listening to because he listens to so much of the art form from people that actually will have stories that he cannot relate to. So like, it's not like he's like. It, it would be it would be it would be unauthentic for him to like go into the situation and listen to other people's stories and then play off of other people's stories. That's I'm not saying play off the stories. I'm saying play off of how play off of how what you're compensating for in in technique, they're compensating for in concept, style, beat selection, um, overall packaging. And all you is just technique. I don't, I like personally keep that shit. And that's just me. I just feel like, um, there's many artists who they start off great, but then if they keep doing the same thing over again, it's not that they got weak. They just haven't. Oh, I hope evolved. it, I hope it don't sound like I'm saying Eminem is weak. No, no, that, no, no, that's I'm not, that's I'm not, not saying that, but I'm just saying like he hasn't evolved as far as anything else. Like he's great at technique, but as far as his content, he's still giving us what he gave us in two thousand. No, he's not even giving us that because he can't. To L's point, and not, and that I get, but there there is there is indeed there is indeed a space where you take all of that attention to, to technique detail you giving us and go fill in them other the, go fill up the stat sheet. It would it would be pandering. You know what? He's this is James Harden. <laughs> That's what that is. Leading score, th- almost thirty six a game, and I know good and well what's gonna happen when the playoffs come. Well, know what's interesting about this? You just call Eminem James Harden, and I don't see no difference between L calling Kevin Hart Machine Gun Kevin. <laughs> no, there's a big difference. <laughs> y'all got me. Y'all got me twisted. Nah, I, I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's and it, it's gonna play in perfectly. It's Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Oh, Jesus like, Christ. This thing is crazy. It's, it's I'm lit- not fucking with L. Nah, it, it, you got to think about it. You got you to gotta put it in his right perspective because... L really be trolling us, Lex. And no, we be going gotta, for it. You got to put it in his right perspective because it's literally that uh, I haven't performed up to the standards of what my contract is for a certain period of time, but... I'm go. I go into my. I go into. I have one year left on my contract, and it's at thirty something mil. I opt out of that when everybody would think that I would take that, and I will go. I go on a free market and I re up for another hundred. 
who else do you think gets to do that besides what your skin color is, bro? Like, it's literally that you're always going to be good no matter what. So, M could put out... Oh, so we're saying, al- so we saying the same thing. Exactly. I'm, yeah, no, we're, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not fighting with oh, you on this okay. one at all. All right. I'm saying just mentality-wise, it's on us to, like, not expect something from M that he's not going to give you because yeah. he's not going to have the storyline for it. M be in the house... He makes sure that Haley's good. He makes sure that his like that that's good or whatever. He listens to all of the rap music. He appreciates every last part of it to the point of his own like messes with his confidence sometimes. Just hearing like all this shit that they can that they can put into a rap song, and then he goes out and does his version of what he can do, and it's technically sound as fuck. It just isn't going to hit because it has no substance to it. There's no soul. But there's no... Yeah, but also, where is M going to get his soul from? M has been a superstar. Bruh, go sit. M has been a white superstar for the longest. Go sit in one of them Roy sessions. I was going to say... That's not where you get inspiration from. Well, there's a Where do you get inspiration from? I'm about to tell you guys. There's a Pixar movie called Soul coming out on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just sit down. You better take that in. Jot some uh, notes. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, Monty, you might go into a Royce, a Royce thing and be like, and get inspiration from that. M not having the background is no way in the world he's going to go into that into that session and get what you would expect him to put onto a mic for a consistent project. Like, you could probably put a song together for it. Like, oh, shit, I was super inspired by what Royce is saying. I can I can make a song out of that one, which you've heard in the past, an amazing song that was probably on a project. And then the rest of the thing just just flooded out with, like, I shit, just, that other, shit, other just streams of consciousness that goes through his brain, which is usually picking fights with other white people. He might get disheartened. Ah, okay. He might get this. Shut up, Flex. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. You sitting in the, you sitting in the studio, Royce. Royce is making all this magical music and then part of you realizes like I can't do that I can't get to that he's that not, would dishearten you he's not supposed <laughs> my god he's being a my dick god. he's so being a dick <laughs> but, bro I'm not rolling but he's not he's also not supposed to bro alright man I'm not alright we saying the same shit I got a question well L has a question for the for the listeners and I feel like he was directing this at Lex <laughs> Because it couldn't have been to me, because you already know my answer. Have you ever seen a woman that was out of your league, Lex? That was for the room. <laughs> I'm a thing. This is so sick. Because the second, the second I read it, I went, no. No. <laughs> no. What? Or It talks to you, right? Or, or niggas not being honest. No, I'm saying, I'm really thinking. It talks to you, and it and it's. It, have you? Have you? What? Have you? <laughs> what? Nah, bro. I I have I have not. But the uh, the reason why I framed the question that way, right, was because of the lack of confidence that there is in uh, in having conversations with the with the opposite sex. Mm. Like I think that the reason why you would spend your entire life trying to get your financial shit together in order for you to then eventually be able to shit on the opposite sex uh, for your own gain is only due to not believing that in the first place 
you are on the same, like you can operate on the same level. So I'm not even going to tend to the fact that you may have something um, like socially or mentally for me uh, that would be um, liberating or can be attached to what I'm doing so that we can move forward like that. I think it's, it it comes, literally comes down to and why we tend, and why, not we, but why people tend to go, um, go after the exact carbon copy of the exact same thing. Ah, so, has, so so people having a type is a is a reveals a lot about them. For sure. Because Damn. I was I was I was listening I was listening to I was listening to this conversation and usually what tends to come up is always talking about somebody that has more than you do at any given time. Cause there's always gonna be somebody that has more than you. Like that's just that's just a given. Um, and then factoring that into, therefore, and not being able to even be in the presence of the exact same woman or man or whatever, depending on like what you're for. But the, but with that being said, even if you had the had the luxury in these type of conversations to ha- to be with that person, you can still lose them to somebody that has more. In certain settings, because of what, because of knowing that y'all aren't y'all aren't on the same playing field, which was an interesting mentality to go into something with, which lets me know that there's already a fractured relationship between the two. Say that one more time. I I, I think I understand. Just that, just that last part. Oh, uh, the, on the, like the going into going into yeah. yeah. So just going so going into a situation and realizing that you can lose them to somebody that has more uh-huh. already presents a fractured relationship between the two. So you're either going to be mentally, physically abusive to the situation, Facts. making sure that they never have the confidence a, to leave. Self fulfilling prophecy. It, it yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That's that's where I got the whole. Have you seen somebody else out of your league? Because if that's what you're walking this earth thinking that you, there's someone outside of your league, then obviously the the catch up part of this is gonna be is gonna be brought brought into play by something exterior that's gonna be in some type of way uh uh, uh damaging and also uh uh dangerous too. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, cause I think I think trying to catch up in a certain type of way is gonna make you definitely physically, mentally. Well, because then, because then, what what the one part people never consider is like say 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 none of the shit happens, none of it manifests or presents itself in the process of catching up. Mm-hmm. When you do catch up and you're now above status wise. Mm-hmm. You're not fucking with that person no more, mm. you know. So it, it's this weird sort of, yeah, man. Um, are you are you are you quote unquote have them, but now you stop doing anything? Yeah, you stop doing yeah. everything you did to to get them. It's a, it's a it's a weird it's a really weird thing um, that you got to address. And but and then be ready to take them off the off the face of this earth when you lose them. lose them. <laughs> yeah, I, um, all this is fragile. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's an interesting concept and interesting thing to talk about and just in what how how attractive confidence is Hmm. Um, 
And for whatever for whatever reason, how easy it is to get it convoluted or get it confused with uh with arrogance and all the other shit, especially when it comes to black folks. Like the one of the one of the not one of the worst the worst thing is is how monopolized our existence and our just communication and the exchange with one another is monopolized by by white culture. Hmm. Confidence is hella fucking important. And anyone anyone that'll tell you otherwise is absolutely lying. Like it's it's just it's it's so not fair. And it's back to the versus conversation. It's like, yo, you could be broke, you could look crazy. You, fuck with you. And watch what watch what watch how the world open up. Hmm. Um it's a it's a it's a real simple concept. It's it's much harder. It's much harder to execute and display though. That 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 I'll give you. Yeah. But that's a that's a that's a that's a funny way to to start that. It's like have you ever seen anyone outside of your league? It's like no, nope. <laughs> it's interesting, man, because I because we've had this conversation a few different times, different ways. So yeah. I just I'm just kind of I just kind of roll out this entire idea in increments because it has so many. It's multifaceted. Yeah. Um, the play between sexes, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I usually tend to give something, another nuance to the equation just to eventually bring it into a full scope of why do we all do what we do and for for, for what reasons, for who, and why is everybody so culpable with it? Huh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm I'm just trying to figure out how we got to there, you know what I'm saying? So like that's that's always been a that's a that's a that's a constant thing that how, so much of our value and status is wrapped up in acceptance, um, and not even forget the opposite sex or who you're trying to attract. Like a lot of the times, it's status amongst your peer group, mm-hmm. so male to male, woman to woman, um, and that competition. And like, do you think that do you think that peer group is out of your league? Mm. That you you see that shit a lot, man. Where people are weird themselves out of situations simply acting as if they don't belong. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, what? Yeah, they acquired the same tools you got. They got the same toolbox and all this, and like, the, it may be different dynamics of it, but what you do with what you got is going to tell the story ultimately. You know, it's 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 an interesting dynamic of what, you know, just how how that determines so much of our value um, for us and how mm-hmm. we project that outwardly too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm damn man, good shit. Um, the I didn't I didn't get to see uh, uh, President Obama with with Jesus and Mero. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I mean, it was it was good. It's, it's you know, Obama's on his run too. So uh, shout out to Obama for that. For, it's for a book or for, for his book. For okay. his book, it's about seven hundred pages of information. Uh, but he he said he did that so long winded OGs. Yeah, <laughs> he said he did that so that he can uh, for like the casual person, uh, they could get like the detailed um, decision making or whatever. Because hey, newsflash: wh- the casual person ain't reading. Hey, Nothing, let ass, alone seven hundred pages. Dead ass. <laughs> but uh, like the the, the uh, casual politician, you would say. But the um, uh, a, 
what kept coming up because you know this is in front of Jesus Mero, so Jesus Mero, the way that they, the way that they're going to uh, interview you, bro, is going to be unique. Right? Did they ask him about the do rag in the White House? No, they did. Damn. No, they, they, did. they didn't get to that. But the um, but there was a lot of talk around uh, the work that was done for Black people while in office. Yeah. So like, what did you actually do? Just straight up, like, what did you actually do for Black people in office? Run down the list, fam. Hmm? Run down the list, fam. Yeah. <laughs> so like w- the ongoing uh topic that would that would take place from like if that question would come up it's it's simply put and they helped him out with this as well but that you have to keep in mind that this individual was a politician so he's a politician first and foremost not a black person so you so the 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 fact that black people felt that he was going to do something specific for them is is it will be misinformed mm. uh because of what as a politician going into this it wasn't like Trump that wasn't a politician whatsoever so it would just come in here gung ho for his base as a politician you look at this role and you try to do things that unfortunately is not going to get passed because you don't have the senate you don't have the judges you don't have the um you don't have Congress. All of that stuff is actually from the opposite side. So all of that stuff is actually going to be uh, Republican. And Republican and Republicans' entire uh, existence uh, while he was in office for the entire eight years was to make sure that, okay, y'all got y'all image of, um, of having a black person in this highest seat. But... Let's see if y'all if you think that he's about to pass any of these things that he's trying to pull off, right? So this was my thought when I first like like as he was in office and I was hearing all that stuff about like what what is he doing for black people? And unfortunately, we t- we tend to do this to ourselves where we expect that somebody is going to save us, especially our government. And then we look to this man that's has a is a is a black man has a black family, um, uh, black children. What's up, man? How you doing? Um, so he looked to them and think that he's going to automatically save this entire group of people, but that wasn't what the plan of action was. Like the plan of action, yes, was to do as much as he possibly can for America, first and foremost, which I think that he did. Uh, so the imagery was probably the most important thing that we had, which was, it was important. It was also damaging, unfortunately, but to have that person in that role was important. It opened up opened up doors mentally that is possible. But for two, um, the family aspect of things, how the family came across was super important. Then when you get into like the actual day-to-day politicking was super important too, because you're not losing you're showing uh you're showing a um a level head of not losing your cool when Obviously, all they want to do is make you do so. So those three things were were executed at a super high, efficient level that isn't talked about enough. Hmm. Um, I think more, more, I think more and more people thought that it was going to be a complete savior role, without knowing how politics work. And then when you see Trump get in office, and you think that. Oh, he just came in and did this, that, and the other. Best believe that there is no 
there's nobody from another color that's going to be running America that would be able to pull off the things that you pulled off. So get that out of your mind that you think that 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 was going to just take place if a, if a, a black person was in that role, bro. Like, just get that out of your mind. That's not how this thing works. Mm. You have to deal with a hundred people before you actually get to the crooks of a problem. And if you have 85% of that group fighting against you, not even listening to you, just want to just once the, once the opposite thing of what you're saying, regardless of what it is, even if it was something that was for the betterment of them, they didn't hear it out. All they heard was this is coming from a character that I do not want to ha- to operate in this role. I want them to fail at all costs. Then that's what happened. So he kind of touched on that, which was my thought process on him being in office and me thinking more so he had to have um, his the imagery of him was way more important than the actual work that was able to get passed. Um, But he touched on a good amount of that stuff. I'm unfortunately not going to read the book. Um, so with, with all that said, keep it a, keep it a bean. I mean, I, I read seven hundred page books, but I'm not about to read Obama's days in office because I, I'm, I, me personally, I'm not interested in hearing how many knows somebody was told uh-huh. uh, uh, by America. Like I'm, I, I, I'm cool off of that. The detail, yeah, I'm not here for the detail, but, um, but I did want to kind of just touch on the fact that. What Webber was actually Webber, what forty four was actually doing, um, and what was actually being passed, and what could what could be done, yeah. as opposed to you know. No, I think that's an interesting dialogue to have. It's a harder one to have because a lot of emotions get trumped up. Uh, no pun, but that that expectation. And and you've heard Dave Chappelle say it. You've heard you've heard all of these people say what they identify as with before they identify as a black man or woman. Um, and so you go, yo, I'm a politician, fam. <laughs> like the fact that you have to explain that, and then that there's so many novice now interested in something because someone that looks like them is is entered that arena, and now everyone's just an expert, an expert, like immediately from, from the rip, like fuck. Fuck all the fuck fam dedicating his the, like a larger part of his life to politics. Bro, you know, you know more than him. His family is invested. Everything. It don't matter, man. You black. You supposed to do this because I sit so, and it and it benefits me, and it it highlights it highlights a fracture. Um, that's ultimately something that's got to be talked about deeper, um, but it also mostly highlights that 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 burden that new that access new access for somebody black and new money for somebody black does here and that that pressure and it, and, and and a lot of times just you put it on yourself before anyone can do it to you and so now you're like, oh man, I got to put on for my family. I got to do this. I got to do that. It's like, fam, can you get your situation straight first before you start trying to put everybody on cuz then what happens with it all when it's all when it's all gone? And the foundation isn't isn't sturdy. Uh, I'm almost certain I told, told this on the pod before, but I was I was saying it the other night at dinner. Um, and I was saying one of, one of the greatest greatest lessons of my entire lifetime I've learned living living at our at our place now 
and literally being there long enough to watch the building next door be built. And for the first eight months, possibly longer, there was at six o'clock every morning, fam, the most insane drilling sound would start. I'm like, God damn. And then eventually you like, from I'm going to walk out and this building's going to be done. Nigga, for eight months, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my sister comes home. She's like, yeah, they two million over budget. Whoa. And ain't nothing out of the ground yet. And I thought about it. I was like, holy fuck. They blew the budget on the foundation. So no matter what happens to this structure on top, nigga, it's going to be legit. Because they over budget and, and been working on it way longer. No one's ever going to see it. Ever. So while we talking about what you look like, what you got, what you can pay for, nigga, no one's ever going to have the discussion on, hey, man, you went to film school? They don't give a shit at all. Was that movie tight or no? <laughs> you know, and it's it's such a, it, it's so, but it's so funny the, again, back to last night, man, if there was anything to learn from, the, from Unk and them last night is fuck with you. Just fuck with you and the rest of the world. Hey, it don't matter. But as a byproduct of fucking with you, guess what? The whole world showed up and was like, oh, we fuck with these niggas. Like, it's just that. So I I, I hate, I hate that, um, I hate that the conversation around President Obama is oftentimes around what he didn't do for black people. It's unfortunate, man, because we, we saw how much turmoil happened in the last three and a half years, man. And where we are now because of just complete utter just, just the imagery of a person. Disregard for humanity, bro. Like for a person to, to actually steady the ship is the hardest of jobs I could possibly be done. And once a steadying hand happens, you see how quickly America loses a shit. Yep. Turns this motherfucker upside down, flips the damn table, and and it's now seeking. And, and then try to tell folks like try to figure out how to pick this shit back up. Like, yeah. like, bro, like it's it you have to look at the full picture and stop thinking that somebody's supposed to come here and save you. Yeah. That shit ain't happening, bro. Like the like the saving grace shit, like it's it's not taking place in that way. Yeah. You know, like somebody's not about to come hand you your reparations. Right? Like just because I'm in office and you think that should be the first the first order. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not how this thing goes. You can get your whole list of things that you want to have done and see if that shit can get passed because we didn't get the whole fucking uh cabinet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what do you think of when that list is about to take place? Hmm. Like they ain't looking at one in one one group of people. Oh. Besides like the the oh, the mass the mass structure that's already put together. Like how much you know, you know if you take something off the off the table and give it to um, and give it to, and and push it off the table and give and get the scraps down right. You ha- you know you have less on the table, right? <laughs> like, have you seen y- y'all seen the uh, fucking um uh what was that what was that movie when they was when they was in jail when they was in a prison and you wake up and you wake up after like two weeks or some shit and you're on a different level, but they but they have the food that comes from the from the top down. He's gonna know. I have no idea. Fuck, I forgot. Did you watch that shit, bitch? Nah, something called it. Ju- it came out probably like last year. But basically, the concept behind this movie was that it's a jail. It's a it's a pr- it's a new um, concept for a prison, mm. and it's basically rich people that created the shit. 
um, and they have it where um, where you have a you have your know, prison cells and you have two people per level and it goes all the way down right like fucking three hundred levels. But on the top level, you have the, you have the kitchen and they create all the food or whatever. You have a, a whole table of food and then oh, as and it gets pass to the, it down. Yeah, as it gets to the first level, that part that level has all the food that we have in the kitchen. And it's supposed to, and the, the idea is that by the time it gets to like the the six, 50th level, there's basically just bones and plates left behind. So what are people going to do after a few, huh? The platform. So what are people going to do after, after you get to that level? Like I haven't ate in three days, bro. Like for two days, nigga, I'm like, nigga, I can hold off on this shit. But by that third, fourth day, nigga, my stomach is rumbling. Nigga. Mm. So nigga, I'm about to eat you, my nigga. Like that's that's the idea behind it behind how this American thing works is that Damn. on the t- on the top level you have everything everything you need. But if you br- if you bring that if you allow it to be that by you get to the three hundred level and we still got some shit because if if people if people on each level just ate just took a what they bit, needed just took what they needed then everybody will be able to be good. And you wake up, you wake up two weeks from now, you be on a different level, and you have everything you need to be good. It's not much that's going to be changing your class, but if people at the top is just like, nah, this nigga at the bottom ain't about to get shit, because I was at the bottom at some point, nigga, and I bottom in my mind, Damn. you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's kind of how this thing be rolling. So, yeah, you think that nigga, when they get to that office and they not gonna be a politician or whatever, they about to just get your people in and have that? Sh- nah, that ain't about to take place like that, Sheesh. bro. It ain't taking place like that. That's not how this thing goes. Cause you take the you take something off that table, that means it's less for that for the folks that we about to get and that, that, that's trying to eat. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's an interesting mentality that we have towards like that whole Obama administration deal, bro. Hmm. Damn, and I don't want to hella see that movie too. That's <laughs> uh, just wild. Staying in entertainment, G. Uh, you said you only fuck with miniseries now. And simultaneously, and now the outsiders canceled. So I don't know what to do. They got me. Got yeah, it's, it's canceled. It's canceled on uh, HBO. So HBO is not going to return it. So now they're so, free agents. So who you think? Who you think going to pick it up? Netflix. Can Netflix afford that? Shit, Netflix and Florida, whatever the hell. Hey, hey, outsider was phenomenal, bro. I was thinking uh, Amazon. Amazon might. Shit, Apple might. And like oh, yeah. Apple. somebody would. I'd, rather, I'd prefer to see it go to Apple. But, but then again, Apple doesn't tend to like grab shit that's already established. Like they just they wanna they wanna make new yeah. shit. Any anybody will be lucky to pick up second season outsider. For sure. It has got legs for sure. Um But what 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 got you only fucking with miniseries? Remember out when it when I when I was talking about uh I was the biggest hater for the miniseries at the beginning. Like I was like, bro, I'm not about to be. Don't get me into some shit, and it be <laughs> over with. Like I'm not, I'm not doing things that way. So that started off with, uh, with the idea behind um, uh, Watchmen. Yeah, I was mad at the Watchmen being just one season, bro. Like I'm not about to sit here and watch a few episodes. Shit, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but as I've watched a few miniseries since then, and they are turning up on high and above. The rest of the shit that you can come across, yes, and then sir. simultaneously me going back and watching them damn uh, seasons of shit. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, people probably have like creators, uh, the producers and shit like that, the writers. They may have a strong five in them. Once you get past five, it's hard to do. It's it's fillers. Yeah, you got you you you're you've putting been, say, you've been saying that. 
You've been saying, saying that. that for years. Yeah. Five. After they five. May, they may have a strong five. So with that being said, just give me that strong one. Give me that strong eight episodes, six, eight, nine, ten episodes. I just watched uh, 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 Devs. Bro. Crazy. That shit, mind-blowing. To the point where when it ended and they told you what devs actually stood for, like you think it's development for for, for uh de- development for um for tech. Like it's it's a tech department that just develops shit. So that's the that's the term that they use for uh for for tech industries or whatever, right? So that, that that's that that department. But the entire film the entire uh series is based off of making this picture clearer for you. Hmm. So they're showing you just mo- new like fuzzy image to begin with, and then before at by the end, as clear as day, what the creator wanted to pull off, the creator of this company, of this tech company, what he wanted to pull off. So by the last episode, and they, and at the very end, he reveals what what he really meant by Des, but he just ran with it that people thought it was developments. It helped him be able to. Do this little like do this project over to the side without the government being so hands on or into like what the fuck he's doing, bro. That shit was mind blowing. So and and Devs is um, the creator of um, of uh, Ex Machina. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm so, def- I definitely got it. So that was his long winded frame of like it was it was a uh, it was a salute to when he did Ex Machina with that what Devs actually is. But yes, yeah, fucking. So yeah, miniseries. I'm I'm here all day. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually might be off of the. Welcome to the club, kid. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's, it's on me. It's on me. Um, real, real quick before we get out, talk sports. Um, you fuck with baseball like that? Hmm? You fuck with baseball like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm way, way more into baseball now. I got into the stats of it, so gotcha. that's what you gotta. Yeah, you baseball guy now, really? Uh, yeah. Really. Okay. Like I go to a game, but. Like watching it on TV can't do it. Yeah, well, the game depends on the lo- like the arena. Arena, like, yeah, they got yeah, a nice yeah. arena, bro. Yeah. You might not even watch the game. You just, just be in there, just be yeah. in there, vibing. Uh, the MLB is now going to acknowledge all the Negro League stats. Um, so that's upwards to like thirty four hundred players. Um, I'd like to celebrate it and go. Oh, that's dope! But I I saw the headline and was like, wait, they don't do that already. <laughs> I was like, wait, nigga, it's twenty twenty. Money, I. What did I say earlier in this in this podcast? Jesus, I said this is the best time <laughs> in the history of being an American. Oh man, for us. So like, you can say what you want about wanting to leave America, bro. No, I want to be right the fuck here while they're walking on so many eggshells about Jesus. everything. Jesus, like to make the to make look, the look MLB. how wild it was. That's crazy to get the MLB to change your like to for for it not to have happened already, but now for it to happen is like okay everybody's pulling on these marketing straw dollars whatever to retain any type of liberal viewership. This is crazy. I'm sorry. This is insane. Twenty twenty, and you go hey y'all we going to acknowledge all the Negro League stats, and then they had a press rollout for it. I'm sorry, bro. This shit is comedy. Wait till the Negro League jerseys start popping up. Again? Yeah. They already have. 
Okay, so why didn't you do it when they were popping the first time? Like that would like and you just missed the window to market. Like everybody I know had a Negro League jersey. It wasn't time yet, bro. Like it, this is goofy. Washington didn't didn't approve like changing their name. Their yet. name. Uh, the, like, the, Indians the Indians are changing didn't, their name. They didn't approve their like it's this is the moment that folks need to capitalize on. Like going forward. It it man. Going forward. Like we can't even keep up what's happening right now. No, it's no way. There's no way. Because it's like the rollouts are like admit the CDC is doing rollouts of very important information at fucking Saturday nights at like two a.m. It's pretty crazy. I'm, I'm I'm just saying like we got to start watching how all these rollouts happen of all this like important ass information because you're like, bro, wait, what? The Cleveland Indians after a hundred years of existing, the Washington Redskins after however many years. The, the baseball as a whole. Like, it's it's sports shit, but it's also just, like, it's capitalism at its finest because it's, like, the it's their, it's, their, the, it's their boys club. Like, where that, like, the money that they generate from fucking their, their teams, like, uh, bro that owns the Clippers, that's play money. Super play. Like, that literally is his equivalent of, like, I'm going to hang with my niggas, like, to kick it. That's what sports. That's what sports teams are for for uh for the owners though. We got to get our money up, nigga. Like it's like it, <laughs> we playing the wrong it's, game. It's, it's like it's like playing a game of chess, bro. Like they just see they see all these players and organizations stuff like that, bro. That is they play night. Like they go in there, fuck about this. Like I don't care. What, like the only thing I care about is man, like is there gonna be a bit of a return on this? Like am I gonna get? Is there gonna be anything to turn on it? But also, then can I get all of my business partners into this thing and turn this thing up? That's the, is it. if That's the long about. play for them acknowledging the like because all of all of the Negro League players is dead now, so even to have them like be a part of it and go, all right, we're gonna do activations in the community and get more like there's bro, there was all kind of baseball leagues when, when we were kids. And even then my dad was like, bro, it was way more leagues when we were like everybody played baseball. Like by the time I started playing baseball, when like me and Deshaun were the only black kids on our team. And then it may have may have been a few others in the league, but for the most part that was it. Now I don't know no little kid black kids is playing baseball at all. It's not intuitive to to, uh, to like, pro- not project, but like just like hood locations. Like it's too expensive. Man, G Baby is a legend, nigga. You got me fucked up. What I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, it's, strike it's, one. I sing the whole song on you right now. Bro, all these Sammy, things, what? Bro, it's 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 it's. it's <laughs> and and where the sickles? Yeah. You feel me? And where the sickles? Hardball, baby. <laughs> Like, just think about all the things that you need to put together to have a baseball team, bro. Like, you gotta get bats, you gotta get the balls, you gotta have the uniforms, you gotta have a, you gotta have a field that they, Man, that they maintain. Luxury. That's all luxury. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, like, intuitive, it's intuitive no, to like people. You don't need playing. a glove. You need the gloves, bro. For for basketball, bro, roll a basketball out, and then you can get a hundred of those. And for a football, nigga, roll a football out, and then you can get a hundred of those, bro. Like that's Who that's needs that's a why glove? you play. I would say soccer, but you gotta get you gotta get the goals. So, what we used to have though, bro, we used to have the uh, when I used to go out there with Stanley. Shout out to Stanley. We used to have like the uh, you just get like the backs and just had to make the goals out of the backs. And you'd be out there. They could play. They could play soccer, bro, for thirteen hours straight. You just get 
And you don't need to have like an actual gold structure. You can get two trash cans. I was about to say the trash cans. Yeah. So. Um, I guess soccer should have more black people in it. A page. Page. Uh, Reb- oh, have you seen her how, you play? Pro- how do you pronounce her name? I think it's Bukers or something. Why are the new uh, female hoopers that can't pronounce their name at all? Because they making them and making them <laughs> But uh She's insane. Bro. UConn point guard. Bro. Y'all seen her play that? She's averaging like 27 or something silly like that. Is she a fr- she's not a freshman? Yes, she is. Jesus Christ. She was the top uh top player in the in the country, but can she leave early now? No, hell no. I don't wish, right? That's crazy. She needs to because she's she doing to. that as a freshman, but like, bro, but like her game isn't like, it's like, it's not like she's, you know, like she's not fluid or nothing, bro. Like, she out here crossing. C- you cooking. Up. Cooking. She doing some and one shit, bro. Cooking. For real. Blender. What you want? Like it's this. Hot sauce? No, that ain't, no. Sauce, sauce don't want that part. No, no. I want that smoke. It's like the professor. Like a little young want? fest. What you want? You want you want this floater from the three point line? I got that. <laughs> a floater from the three point line is crazy. <laughs> what you want? Oh my gosh. Um, do we have anything else, Lex Bub? Anything coming up? We good? I think we good. We good. G, you got anything? Uh-uh. Yes. Merry Christmas to everybody. Oh, day. will it? Be? Oh, it will be this this the episode gonna get them through Christmas? Oh man, happy job that hey. What well, okay, the Sid still Santa vibes? Halfway. Half wait a minute. What kind of sicko daughter halfway don't believe in Santa no more? Sorry, <laughs> because we just it was like, nah, cause that's me. Me being how I am. <laughs> Santa got you one of those. But the rest of them <laughs> came know. from okay, you know who they came from, right? <laughs> So he dropped you off the one small oh. one, but that real big shit. Yeah, that's me and your mom. We yeah. put in on that. Santa, a- Santa, aka pops. <laughs> oh man, my dad, my parents, man. They, you know what? I owe my dad and Coco a fate because might have been three, maybe four, and. My, we had just watched Home Alone. It's like, oh, man, we got to leave our milk and cookies for Santa. Didn't have no milk. For sure didn't have no cookies. Moms goes, oh, it's a cobra in there and a zebra cake. <laughs> I know who eats that, nigga. Like, I knew Santa wasn't real after that, nigga. The oh. zebra cake, it was one bite and the king cobra was gone. That's E-Baby for sure. <laughs> Merry Christmas, nigga. Hey, God like, damn. Like, hey, shit, Pops used to pull up with the bag from where it came from. So they, <laughs> the, rec- it, the receipt it, it was full transparency on our side. But like, he hey, was, in fairness, he always had on a Santa hat. Every year, Unk pulled up in whatever he was driving with the Santa hat on. But you were definitely getting the bag with the receipt in it still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that, was, oh, that was a good shit. The year we got Dreamcast, that was awesome. No, was Dreamcast was lit. Yeah. First off, bro, that, that didn't get enough credit in the history of gaming. Yeah, like, we gotta re we gotta re rank the Dreamcast. Dreamcast hey. broke in a lot of we wouldn't have two like, K here for long, but yeah. nigga, that shit was fire. It broke shit open though, for sure. Not only that, just for the fact that you could play burnt games in it. No, nigga, that was the game changer. Like niggas was burning games. It's like, yo, you want that new whatever? What? Come on now. 2K, the fucking memory card you could play the uh, run your plays on so they couldn't see your plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, fellas, it's been real. Enjoy your... You didn't have your best of 2020? Oh, 
I did have a nah. We can save it for next time. We could save it. Right yeah, that'll New be. Year's. Yeah, I had. I had. I. I need to work that out too because I saw. I saw the rap radar best of twenty twenty, um, and then uh, KQED's best of twenty twenty for just the Bay, um, and for me it was a lot of significant shit missing for twenty twenty records. Um, so I, d- I definitely want to do that because some, some some if we're talking about if we're talking about a like one of those years that we're never gonna forget like. The niggas who were able to make headway in 2020, we got to big them up. Like Royce nominated for a Grammy is fucking crazy. Like, I, so yeah, let's let's do that next week. Um, 2020 for sure, I have a song, but 100, percent 100, percent just can't to, make a chapter out of 2020. The no. concert in, industry, like how many, and then it's just revealed how many major artists are dependent upon um, being able to tour, and so we got to really reimagine and rethink what anyone's generating off of fucking streaming if everybody's dependent like nigga the biggest names were like yeah i'm not dropping a record it's not it was financially not conducive for certain people not to drop records and we saw that so hopefully this bitch opens back up for her festival season next year or it's gonna be scary for some niggas because everybody's dependent upon hitting the stage so um thank y'all everybody youtube viewership uh Apple, Spotify, you name it. Like, subscribe, rate, comment, and share it as our currency. Follow the Instagram page at Meet the Brave Podcast. It's been another episode, and we'll see y'all next week. Love, love. Yes.